Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Members of Congress expressed optimism Sunday about the prospects for reaching a deal to avoid the fiscal cliff. A fragile ceasefire between Israel and Hamas is entering its third full day, and both Israelis and Palestinians... Bottom line, Senator, if uh, the president nominates Ambassador Rice to be the next Secretary of State or some other... Supplementary question. Do you personally believe that gay people are born gay? Impact segment tonight, the Talking Points memo... Hot damn politics. Hot damn politics. Hot damn politics. Hot damn politics. What you say? Hot damn politics. Hot damn politics. Hot damn politics. I'm back now with the Brain Trust panel. Brain Trust. Brain Trust. Brain Trust. Brain Trust panel. These niggas won't hold me back. 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 The brain trust panel. Brain trust. Brain trust. Brain trust. Brain trust panel. Hot diggity damn politics. I put that shit on everything. People moving out, people moving in, because of the color of the skin. Run, 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 but you still can't hide. And I bought out a tooth for a tooth, both for me, and I'll set you free. Rap on, brother, rap on. Well, the only person talking about love. Segregation, determination, demonstration, integration, aggravation, diminution, obligation to my nation. Rising fast the Beatles, new records of gas. And the only safe place to live. 
the band played on. Eve of destruction, tax deduction, perfect of the collectors, all club in the man, population on the land. Suicide, too many bills, have been moving to the hills. People all over the world are shouting in the war. And the band played on.
The top 10 of investors together amount to a value of $59 billion. But out of those 10, only three own more stock than the other seven. Let's remember them and look up who owns the most stocks of the Coca-Cola company, the biggest competitor of Pepsi. The biggest lump of stock is again owned by institutional investors. Let's look at the top 10 and start at the bottom six of them. Four of these institutional investors we also saw at the bottom six of PepsiCo. These are Northern, JP Morgan Chase, Geode Capital Management and Wellington Management. Now let's look at the four biggest stock owners. They are BlackRock, Vanguard, and State Street. These are the world's biggest investment firms. So PepsiCo and Coca-Cola are not competitors at all. And the other big companies that own a myriad of brand names like Unilever, Mondelez, and Nestle are from the same small group of investors. But it's not only in the food industry that their names come up. Let's find out on Wikipedia which are the biggest tech companies. Facebook is the owner of WhatsApp and Instagram. Together with Twitter, they form the most popular social media platforms. Alphabet is the parent of all Google companies like YouTube and Gmail. But they are also the biggest investor in Android, one of the two operating systems for nearly all smartphones and tablets. The other operating system is Apple's iOS. If we add Microsoft to the above three, we see four companies making the software for nearly all computers, tablets, and smartphones in the world. Let's see who are the biggest shareholders of these companies. Take Facebook. We see that 80% of the institutional investors, these are the same names that came up in the food industry. The same investors are in the top three. Next is Twitter. It forms with Facebook and Instagram the top three. Surprisingly, this company is in the hands of the same investors as well. We see them again with Apple and even with their biggest competitor, Microsoft. Also, if we look at other big companies in the tech industry that develop and make our computers, TVs, phones and home appliances, we see the same big investors that together own the majority of the stock. It's true for all industries, I'm not exaggerating. One last example, let's book a holiday. On a computer or a smartphone, we search for a flight to a sunny country on Skyscanner or Expedia. Both are from the same small group of investors. We fly with one of the many airlines, many of which are in the hands of the same investors and of governments, as is the case with Air France KLM. The plane we board is in most cases a Boeing or an Airbus, also owned by the same names. We book through Booking.com or Airbnb, and when we arrive we go out for dinner and place a comment on TripAdvisor.
The same big investors show up in every aspect of our trip. And their power is even bigger because of the kerosene from their oil companies or refineries. The steel from which the plane is made comes from their mining companies. This small group of investment firms and funds and banks are namely also the biggest investors in the industry that dig for raw materials. Wikipedia shows that the biggest mining companies have the same big investors that we see everywhere. Also the big agricultural businesses on which the entire food industry depends. They own Bayer, the parent company of Monsanto, the biggest seed producer in the world. But they are also the shareholders of the big textile industry. And even many popular fashion brands who make the clothing out of the cotton are owned by the same investors. Whether we look at the world's biggest solar panel companies or oil refineries, the stocks are in the hands of the same companies. Tobacco companies that produce all the popular tobacco brands, but they also own all big pharmaceutical companies and the scientific institutions that produce medicine. They own the companies that produce our metals and also the entire car, plane and weapon industry where a great deal of the metals and raw materials are used. They own the companies that build our electronics, they own the big warehouses and online markets and even the means of payments we use to buy their products. To make this video as short as possible, I only showed you the tip of the iceberg. If you decide to research this with the source I showed you, most insurance companies, truck companies, telephone companies, restaurant chains, and cosmetics are owned by the same institutional investors we have just seen. Institutional investors are mainly investment firms, banks, and insurance companies. In turn, they themselves are owned by shareholders. And the most surprising thing is that they own each other's stocks. Together, they form an immense network comparable to a pyramid. The smaller investors are owned by larger investors. Those are owned by even bigger investors. The visible top of this pyramid shows only two companies whose names we have often seen by now. They are Vanguard and BlackRock. The power of these two companies is beyond your imagination. Not only do they own a large part of the stocks of nearly all big companies, but also the stocks 
of the investors in those companies. This gives them a complete monopoly. A Bloomberg report states that both these companies in the year 2028 together will have investments in the amount of $20 trillion. That means they will own almost anything. Bloomberg calls BlackRock the fourth branch of government because it's the only private agency that closely works with the central banks. BlackRock but it's also the advice employees were in the White House with Bush and Obama. Its CEO Larry Fink can count on a warm welcome from leaders and politicians. Not so strange if you know that he is the frontman of the ruling company. But Larry Fink does not pull the strings himself. BlackRock itself is also owned by shareholders. Who are those shareholders? We come to a strange conclusion. The biggest shareholder is Vanguard. But now it gets murky. Vanguard is a private company and we cannot see who the shareholders are. The elite who own Vanguard apparently do not like being in the spotlight. But of course they cannot hide from who is willing to dig. Reports from Oxfam and Bloomberg say that 1% of the world together owns more money than the other 99%. Even worse, Oxfam says that 82% of all earned money in 2017 went to this most famous business magazine says that in March 2020 there were 2,095 billionaires in the world. This means that Vanguard is owned by the richest families in the world. If we research their history, we see that they have always been the wealthiest, some of them even before the start of the Industrial Revolution. Because their history is so interesting and extensive, I'll make a sequel. For now, I just want to say that these families, of whom many are in royalty, are the founders of our banking system and of every industry in the world. These families have never lost power, but due to an increasing population, they had to hide behind firms like Vanguard, of which the stockholders are the private funds and non-profits of these families. the picture, I have to explain briefly what not So here's where the rubber meets the road. 2014 in February, 
The protesters seize Kyiv as the president flees. The president of Ukraine is taken out by the people of Ukraine. This first critical day, it gives people the opportunity to save the day. Now, if you remember all of the Halliburton stuff that we heard under Bush, when a com- country is destabilized and goes to hell in a handbasket, it is a chance for people to do all kinds of things, especially if they partner with the new people. So we made partner of the new president. Now, Halliburton, Halliburton, Halliburton. Remember that? Left cared about that. Halliburton, Halliburton, Halliburton. The media was all over George W. Bush. Corruption, corruption, corruption. Why have you not heard anything about what I'm going to show you? So in February 2014, this becomes the new president. Total upheaval. Uh, They have no money. They're completely broke. And here comes the United States of America in March of that year. President Obama says, we're from the United States government, and we're here to help. So he decides, you know who you need? You know who you can need? Because you're very corrupt. This is a very corrupt place, and it is. And we're going to help you, and we got lots of money. We can print it, whatever we want. So we got lots of money, but we've done this before, and we did it with TARP, and we spent all kinds of money. But we wanted to make sure that all of that reinvestment in America was clean, no corruption. And so we put Joe Biden in charge. So Joe is going to be the new point man in Ukraine. Okay, so then Joe, in March of that year, a month later, he has a quick little meeting because his son just started a new business. I love this. He started a new business, and he was going to be an investment banker, right, investment guy, and they were going to do all this investment funds, and it was going to be fantastic. He has no experience in that. He partners with John Kerry's uh, son and uh, this guy, Devon Archer. This guy is John Kerry's, what was he, is his financial guy. I spent 30 minutes at a chalkboard just talking about this scandal. You can find it at YouTube. You can find it at blazetv.com. It is uh, Joe Biden's scandal in Ukraine, okay? So he meets with Devon Archer. I'm going to give you this real quick. He meets with Devon Archer. Nothing to do with Ukraine. And then in April, he flies to Ukraine. And guess what? So does he. And in May of that year, he is made a board member of a gas company called Burisma. And guess who else is made on the board member? Hunter Biden. It is nice. It is cute. And nothing to see here, folks. Like I said, you can get more uh, on that story. But this is pretty much the Biden story. It happens all here. You'll see it a little bit on the timeline, but it's very small. Here's where it gets good. Because this poor country is so corrupt, Barack Obama says, guys, we want to give you some money. We want to give you some money. But I got to tell you, we're going to have to watch over it. Now, let me show you how much money we're talking about. Riding in on the white horse to save the day. 
with all kinds of USA aid to Ukraine, it included a billion-dollar sovereign loan guarantee, $320 million in general assistance, $118 million in equipment training for their security forces, $20 million for new law enforcement reform, and a fleet of advisors in politics and energy and media and human rights. You give them all kinds of money. And then because they're so corrupt, we mandate to this corrupt country that they start a national anti-corruption bureau of Ukraine. Because we can't trust the guys in the masks. A national anti-corruption bureau of Ukraine. It's fantastic. And you know who their partner is? Us, of course. (laughs) We're not corrupt at all. So the guy who was uh, tapped to be the first director of the bureau is this guy, Artem, how do you say his name? Sitnik, okay? He's the first director. And what's great is because he is now in charge of anti-corruption, he now has a direct line to the administration to talk about anything, anything the Ukrainians might dig up, okay? Now, we get here. We get now to this place where we are dumping all of that aid in, but we're watching over it because we're responsible. And we were becoming a giant piggy bank. But we made some mistakes early on. Well, first, do you remember, do you remember Burisma? Burisma was uh, run by this guy. This guy is so corrupt that he couldn't come to the United States. He was never to be granted a visa to come to the United States because he's an oligarch. He not only runs Burisma, but he also has a bank. Whoa. So this guy gets the money for Burisma, $1.8 billion, put into his bank. I mean... Who wouldn't put $1.8 billion in an oligarch, corrupt guy who can't come into the United States? He's so corrupt. Who wouldn't put it in that, right? Oopsie. It's like Monopoly. Bank made a banking error. Lost $1.8 billion. Where did it go? Well, he certainly didn't have anything to do with it because somehow or another, He, at the same time, is given a visa to come to the United States. He's not a bad guy anymore. Woo! Wow. Take a moment just to look at that for a second. Okay. Now, June of 2015, coming down the the escalator at Trump Tower is Donald Trump. And he's like, make America great again. Got it? This is a big day, June 15th. By late 2015, we are Ukrainian piggy bank. We are giving them all kinds of money, but we're also helping them with advisors. Oh, yes, we are. We are helping them with Greg Craig, the former Obama White House counsel. We have Tad Devine, chief strategist for Bernie Sanders, and Tony Podesta, brother to John Podesta. We also have Mark Penn, the chief strategist for Hillary Clinton. John Alazone, Obama campaign pollster. Another guy, John, the Obama campaign lead pollster. Oh, my gosh. This is fantastic. When you need help, buddy, 
all you have to do is phone a friend because all of these people are now working in Ukraine for you. You are our man. I cannot stress enough that the climate in Ukraine is all corrupt at this point. This is the climate that the Russia investigation begins in. Not the official investigation led by Robert Mueller. No, no, no. The unofficial investigation launched by none other than the DNC. Now, this is really, this is where it gets really interesting. Back in the U.S. in late 2015, while all of this is going on, the Democratic Party decides they're going to hire Alexandra Chalupa. Taco Bell, I apologize. The only person that could make a Chalupa into a bad thing is her. Alexandra Chalupa. She's the daughter of a Ukrainian immigrant. And she began right away after she was hired doing uh, opposition research on Donald Trump. Now, remember, late 2015, June, he's coming down the escalator. The Democrats go right to work in Ukraine to find out dirt. Wow, do they have, they have a little machine built there? Or how do they dig up dirt? Why would they do this in Ukraine? Here are the documents I want to show you that shows that, yes, she did indeed work. This is from uh, OpenSecrets.org, that she did work for the DNC. And they paid her $71,918. There you see it in the monitor. All right? That's just for her work during the 2016 election. But her work with the DNC goes all the way back to 2004. Now, in January 2016, she starts to, she starts to investigate. And Chalupa approaches an official at the DNC and says, Regarding Donald Trump's campaign, I just feel that there's a Russia connection. Oh, you feel that? Wow. How the heck did you feel that? This is in January 2016. At that time, there was nothing out on Manafort, and Manafort wasn't even working for Donald Trump. There was no Steele dossier. George Papadopoulos wasn't on the campaign yet. There was no FISA request even for Carter Page at this point. So she just, I don't know, maybe she had a Ouija board. Trump, R-U-S, I don't know. Could be Rush, could be Russia, I don't know. But I have this feeling. Wow. So she goes to work, and she concentrates most of her, uh, her corruption on, yes, who else? Paul Manafort. She wants to find out all about Paul Manafort. Now, Paul Manafort is somebody that I talked about during the election. I thought he was clearly dirty, okay? However, he was working with the now exited, the guy, remember the guy on the floor? He was trying to, can you grab that for me? He was trying to help this guy get elected. Remember, Obama had this guy. This guy had all of these people right at the other end of the phone. Manafort was trying to get this guy to go back to the election. Interesting enough, all of her energy was focused on Manafort and not the partners that were trying to get this guy elected. Who was trying to get him 
no, no, him too, right? Who else was working on this? We have, oh, yeah, here it is. Tad Devine and Tony Podesta. Now, that's weird because they were working on the same thing. And, and they, they were in the same bed. And what's really crazy is she only wanted to focus on him. Nothing here. Now, the same month that Chalupa was telling the DNC that there was a Russia connection between Manafort and Trump, the Obama White House summoned some people. In fact, what they did is the White House, Obama gave a personal information to the prosecutors in Ukraine. Remember, remember the National Anti-Corruption Bureau? Those guys and like their attorney general, their, their you know, uh, uh, regular police force, if you will, their national police force, was summoned to the White House. And Obama said, what we're going to do is we're going to build cooperation with Ukraine. Your anti-corruption bureau, which is fantastic, headed by this guy. Fantastic. Now, according to a political official at the Ukrainian embassy, the meeting immediately turned to two main issues, Biden and his son, and a case tied to Paul Manafort. You can probably guess which one they didn't investigate and which one they did. The deputy head of the Ukrainian prosecutor general's office said that upon returning back home from the Obama administration meeting in Washington, there was, quote, a clear message about helping the Americans. Regarding the Manafort case, he said, and I quote, yeah, there was a lot of talking uh, about needing help, and then the ledger just appeared in public. What ledger? What are you talking about? I'll get back to that in a second. So he brings them to the White House. They're concentrating on Paul Manafort. And remember, the White House also, according to sources that were there for this meeting, they also said they were being pressured not to look in to this. But remember, whoopsie, we're not talking about Joe Biden. I don't care what he did. What happened to my and your $1.8 billion? Why did you put it into this bank run by this guy who was totally corrupt and then who said, ah, he's not so bad, let him into America? After he took or lost, where did I put that $1.8 billion? Must have left it in his other jacket. We don't want to talk about that? You know, it's funny because one of the things they're saying is they, that Donald Trump pressured them to look in. What these guys are doing is they're pressuring them not to look at this. But now you've heard the story. Biden, you know, forced the removal of Ukraine's general prosecutor. His name was Viktor Shokin. Okay? Bad guy. Everybody says bad guy. I don't know. He seems like a bad guy and also some good things he was doing. But he was investigating a Ukrainian company that Biden's son was involved with. We all heard both sides of the story. Biden claimed what he did was purely based on Shokin's corrupt conduct and nothing to do with this, except, you know, one thing that bothers me is this, this meeting, this meeting where you sent the people back home and they all said, 
You didn't want us to look into that. And then Mr. Joe Biden comes in and he gets this guy fired. This is something that's probably worth looking at. This is a document of the sworn statement of the guy Joe Biden got fired that was recently obtained by the investigative journalist John Solomon. John Solomon is a, an award-winning investigative journalist that for 30 years worked for the Associated Press, the Washington Post, and the New York Times. He was fine then. He's outed people on both sides of the aisle. But all of a sudden, oh, he's a conspiracy kook. This statement was made in a separate court case involving another Ukrainian citizen. We'll get to that. But here's what Shokin states. He said, when he was fired, there had been no complaints about his work and that Biden never specifically accused him of any criminal offenses. He then goes to say on the record in a sworn court statement, and I want to quote the paragraph, the truth is, is that I was forced out because I was leading a wide-ranging corruption probe into Burisma Holdings, natural gas firm active in Ukraine, and Joe Biden's son, Hunter Biden, was a member of the board of directors. I assume Burisma, which was connected with gas extraction, had the support of the vice president, Joe Biden, because his son was on the board of directors, end quote. Now, this is the relationship and power that the Obama administration had over Ukraine. Why? Because we were dumping money. And it was Joe Biden and Barack Obama that were the sugar daddies. Shokin, their equivalent of our attorney general, said that Obama was, quote, telling the heads of the Ukrainian law enforcement system how to investigate and whom to investigate. And Shokin had another unforgivable sin on his record because he launched an investigation. <laughs> I mean, this is, just, this is just comedic at this point. He inv was investigating um, the Anti-Corruption Action Center, and it's spelled C-E-N-P, -E, so you know it's credible. It's got the fancy foreign center. Mm-hmm. Sokin alleged that the NGO might have improperly diverted or even, dare I say it, embezzled millions of dollars. So wouldn't we really want to know? Because it's our money. Wouldn't this be an unforgivable sin to Obama and Biden? Yeah. Yeah. Gosh darn it. If it wasn't that the financiers, the two top financiers of of that year uh, are the International Renaissance Foundation and the U.S. government. Now, I've never heard of the International Renaissance Foundation before, so we had to do some investigating. Now, guess, guess who the other main donor is of this group? You got it. George Soros. Spooky dude. You can't do it, apparently in America or the world, you cannot do a chalkboard without this guy showing up. In March 2016, things began to change. Here's what happened. Oh, by the way, uh, in March 2016, he gets fired and, oops, 
bank made another accounting error. We lost $2.2 million and $1.8 billion in an IMF loan that you and I guaranteed. Where did I put the other one point eight? In March 2016, the good guy takes over. Now, who is the good guy? Lutsenko. He, gets, he takes this guy's place. And everybody in the Obama administration says, he's great. He's the best. This guy bad. This guy good. So he gets in. But wait, there's more. Also, the same month, what happens? But Paul Manafort, like honestly a gift from the gods for the Democrat, decides, you know what? I'm going to go into the Trump team. Bing, ding, ding. They've been setting him up. How did this happen? <sighs> so he goes in the Trump team. Well, they're, they're excited about this, of course. And Chalupa, remember, she's on the Democratic payroll. She starts working directly with the Ukrainian embassy in the U.S. She's working with the staff to raise alarm bells regarding Manafort to the Ukrainian president. She said the embassy, quote, worked directly with reporters researching Trump, Manafort, and Russia to point them, quoting, in the right directions. This is the Ukrainian embassy here in the United States working with a DNC operative. Does any of this sound like what they accused Donald Trump of doing? Working with a DNC operative to damage the Republican candidate for president to influence the election. Now, I said I wouldn't give you any opinions, but do I need to? Chalupa and the DNC deny this. But the Ukrainian embassy political officer who worked there at the time stated that the Ukrainians were indeed working with Chalupa. Here's the quote. They were coordinating an investigation with the Hillary team on Paul Manafort with Alexandra Chalupa. Now, remember, phone a friend anytime you need help. They're all there. Is this that big of a stretch? Especially when you find this, which was released on WikiLeaks, between Chalupa and the former DNC communications director, uh, Louise Miranda. In this email, she just checks in and she reports, she says, a lot more coming down the pipe. Uh, she went to the uh, Open World Society Forum. I want to read this to you exactly. She went to Library of Congress specifically to talk about Manafort. And she says, they put me on the program, I'm quoting, to speak specifically about Paul Manafort. And I invited Mike Isakoff, whom I've been working for, or working with for the past few weeks, and connected him with the Ukrainians. Now, gosh, that sounds familiar. Remember, they're accusing Rudy Giuliani of doing this with John Solomon. Except they don't have things like this. Uh, I invited Isakov. I've been working with him the past few weeks, connected him to the Ukrainians. More offline tomorrow, since there is a big Trump component you and Lauren need to be aware of that will hit in the next few weeks. Something I'm working on you should be aware of. Now, what's weird is Isakov 
wrote a story for Yahoo News and detailed some of the things in the Steele dossier. The Steele dossier, the leaked dossier, went to Ithaca. And then what's weird is it also kind of showed up with the FBI, and it was used as corroborating evidence to justify a FISA warrant for Carter Page, you know, so we could find out Donald Trump. Because remember, this is, this is released, and they and at the same time, they hire Fusion GPS to get to the bottom of Donald Trump. One month after the DNC hired Fusion GPS to work on the dossier, Oh, and by the way, Mrs. Orr was working here, and she's married to Bruce Orr, who's with the DOJ, and the little pillow talk. She accidentally said a few things that were coming out of Fusion GPS, which happened to come right out of the DNC with Chalupa. (laughs) So now he's coming around and going, wait a minute here. Where is the media on this? Where are they? Where, where were they? Where are they now? The DNC was colluding with the Ukrainian embassy to influence our election, but nobody cares. Do you see why the president might be a little testy? Maybe. The work the Ukrainians and the DNC and Chalupa were doing together actually prompted Senator Chuck Grassley to write a letter to Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein. But, as you might guess, Eh, no one is really interested. Nothing happened. Wow. Okay, so here we are. The Isakov member, she's working with the Ukrainian embassy and the press. They've got Fusion GPS. They're starting to move it into the DNC or to the DOJ. And then the, the FBI again says, you know what? You guys are so fantastic. I love your work you're doing, or the case may be. We want an official uh, partnership with you. We want, yeah, wedding bells were heard, the FBI and the Anti-Corruption Bureau in Ukraine to work hand in hand. Now, holy cow, now they can share any information back and forth. It's kind of like that wall that you know, we had for 9-11. That wall came down. And now if the Ukrainians had something, get right to them. Okay, so that brings me now to the Black Ledger. Remember we were talking about the Black Ledger here? Trump opposition research, and she's like, hey, I got a guy named Paul Manafort. Forget Tony Podesta and Tad Devine and all of that. I got this guy, Manafort. So the Black Ledger on Manafort was released. And <laughs> you're going to love this now. Only in the end will you understand. Still at the beginning of this story, but it has a great ending. So the Black Ledger was released by Ukraine's Anti-Corruption Bureau, both occurring directly in the heat of the U.S. election. Now, the Black Ledger refers to financial records that were kept by this guy, the former Ukrainian president. He used this for the under-table payments. Now, remember... He's working to get him reelected, and so are these two. So another person that is involved in this is a Ukrainian parliamentary uh, member 
named uh, Leshenko. Okay. And he is also working. Remember the guy who's running the anti-corruption thing? These are the two that put the black ledger together. All right. These two signed a memorandum of understanding with the FBI just months prior. They jointly released pages in the letter that showed illegal payments were given to Pal Manafort. Now, this is kind of crazy because on the same day that these guys are nailed, just within days, if not hours, of this coming out and Paul Manafort going to jail, dude, Tony Podesta, who was doing the same thing with the same people in the Black Ledger, he just decides to close his shop. This is one of the the biggest um, uh, firms for lobbying in the United States of America. He's Tony, Tony Podesta is John Podesta's brother. All those Clinton, you know, uh, uh, the Clinton uh, connections and everything. Did I lose my, there it is. Um, all of those things, nobody paid attention. He just decides to retire and close his shop. Wow. And nobody questions that. Nobody thinks it's weird. The guy working on the same thing that he gets busted for by these guys, he closes shop the same time. Wow, I'd have a question or two if I were in the media, but I'm not really. Now, some have questioned whether the ledger is even authentic. I'm not going to do that. Whether it was forged or not doesn't change the fact that Manafort had been a target of the DNC and they had been after him with Chalupa for months. The Ukrainian embassy was working with the DNC to get this information. And now, in an absolute surprise, during the U.S. election, the Ukrainian government decides with the anti-corruption guy who's in bed with all of these people that they're going to release that bombshell out of nowhere. Whether the ledger is legit or not doesn't matter. I mean, it matters to Paul Manafort. But it doesn't really matter in this story. The Ukrainian government did this for for political reasons to sink Donald Trump's campaign. There is absolutely no question about it. Y'all caught up? (laughs) My head swimming. Because remember, the press will say nothing to see here. All of this is fact. All of this is backed up with solid reporting, with actual documents. Conspiracy here. These are the documents. But something else happens, okay? At the same time the Black Ledger comes out, Barack Obama decides to announce that there's a new ambassador in town, a new sheriff, and she's going to clean up this town. I'll tell you that right now. She decides to do a couple of things, okay? Lusenko, remember, he's the guy who replaced the corrupt guy. He's actually now sworn in. He's been a temporary guy, but he's now sworn in as the guy we all trust. Except there's a problem, okay? Because he still wants to investigate the missing money. So the new ambassador comes in and she calls Lusenko in for a meeting. And she says, look, there's some people that you just can't prosecute, okay? You can't prosecute people. You can't, 
well, we don't know the names of the people. They were unnamed uh, Ukrainians. <laughs> but also, you can't prosecute or look into anything here who's the vice president's son works for and John Kerry's uh, son is involved. And you also can't prove, you can't prosecute these people. Why? $1.8 billion, gone. Millions of dollars, gone. Wait, what? This is the U.S. ambassador, the brand new one. She comes in, the first thing she does is call him in and says, you have a hard line, none of this. And there's some people, too, we don't know who they are, some people, too, that you also can't prosecute, and they're Ukrainian citizens. Wow. Oh, oh. She also does one more thing. 2016, she says, no visas for you. Because he still has prosecutors looking into all of these things. And he just wants to get to the DOJ and our attorney general. So they pack up all of their briefcases with all kinds of papers. uh, And they come up with a few things that they just want to talk to the DOJ and the U.S. attorney general. Because remember, they're partners. These guys are partners with the FBI wedding bells. So we should be able to communicate, right? She says, no. No visas for you. No soup for you. And it was really nothing important. There were about five or six things that they wanted to cover. Uh, They wanted to expose that the DNC and Ukrainian officials were gathering on Trump. Uh, They wanted to talk about the misappropriation of $7 billion of your money. Uh, they had a Ukrainian officials admitting to influencing the U.S. election. Uh, they had records showing Burisma sending $3 million to Hunter Biden. Uh, they had Biden pressuring Ukraine to fire Shokin, because we remember, damn Donald Trump, he pressured another government. They didn't care about this one, apparently, either. And U.S. officials interfered in the prosecution of cases in the Ukraine. This guy wanted his people to bring these things to our DOJ and our Justice Department, and Barack Obama said, no. Well, he didn't. She did, by not giving any visas. No soup for you. Now, the next big day. First big day, opportunity. Did they have the opportunity to corrupt things? Did they have the opportunity to investigate and to embezzle money and to wash their hands of that money? Did they have that opportunity? Yes, because of this date, they got involved. This date was pretty important, but this date in November changed everything. The second most important day in this timeline, the day Trump wins elections because nobody thought that was going to happen. These people had all played their hand that Hillary Clinton was going to win. Now Trump wins. Uh Uh-oh. What do we do? Well, I'll show you what they did. In July of 2017, two years ago, 
the media had the opportunity to begin looking into democratic co- corruption in Ukraine when the story was dropped directly at their feet. Sarah Huckabee, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, she said during an off-camera briefing on July 12, 2017, these words. Listen. I think if there's been any evidence of collusion in 2016 that's come out at all or been discussed uh, that's actually happened, it would be between the DNC and the Ukrainian government. Um, I don't often quote the New York Times, but even one of their reporters tweeted earlier today that why this example provides evidence of collusion, quote, cooperation was between DNC officials and officials from the Ukrainian government, not just some associates. Ukrainian actions to coordinate with the DNC was actually successful, unlike anything shown by Don Jr.'s email. Information passed to the DNC from the Ukrainian government directly targeted members of the Trump campaign in an attempt to undermine it. And that was just Ukraine. Okay. So the incoming White House press secretary alleges that the DNC was colluding with the government of Ukraine. Not only that, but together they specifically targeted people within the Trump campaign during an election. Wow, this sounds like a scandal that everyone should be worried about or looking at. No, no, this is about Joe Biden and Trump's phone call. Now, if the media had any shred of credibility at all, you would expect this comment to kick off at least one follow-up question. I mean, I'd be knocking people over to get to the microphone and say, excuse me, excuse me, what's this all about? I mean, it would be the first question, right? Following a bombshell comment like that, I got to prove it or disprove it. Tax increases on upper income investment earners. Eh. How much do the CEOs of healthcare industry, how much do they make? Because that was the follow-up question. Yeah. They didn't even recognize. Well, the first person didn't. But the second person, uh, it was about Flynn and Kushner and Sessions and Don Jr.'s Russia contacts. So they seem to miss that. I don't know. Selective hearing, perhaps. I have that with my wife sometimes. I have to admit it. Maybe they thought Sarah Huckabee Sanders was their wife. Who knows? The media was hand-delivered an insane story, gift-strapped in a nice little Tiffany's box. Boom, out. All they could think about was ask about tax increases and then back to Russia. And the media wonders why Trump is losing his mind every time they ask him a question. Okay, so who was was doing all of this? Ah, there are two people that went to jail. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. There were two people that were convicted They haven't gone to jail yet because their case was overturned by a technicality, and the prosecutors are retrying it as we speak. Now, who were the people that the Ukrainians decided to uh, take to court for interference in a U.S. election? Wow, that seems like a name we should all know, right? You'll never guess. It was uh, was this guy. You remember the Black Ledger in Manafort? It's this guy. Oh, my gosh, this guy. Oh, my gosh, this guy's the head of this thing. He's going to jail? How ironic. The Anti-Corruption Bureau, the head of that, is corrupt. (laughs) Who would have seen that one coming? Oh, and who's the other guy? Yeah, this guy. They go to court, 
and they are convicted, found guilty of interfering in our elections. Hmm. Uh, media doesn't cover that here. <laughs> Who would be interested in something like that? So the verdict is guilty, but the evidence was interesting. First of all, in April, former Prosecutor General Lusenko, the good guy, remember, that came in after the bad guy was taken out? He decides to give an interview with Ukrainian media. And in that interview, he makes a stunning comment. Quote, I don't know how, but the Americans got an audio recording of Mr. How do you say his name? Sitnik of his conversation. Now, that's the guy who ran the Anti-Corruption Bureau. He was resting with his family and friends now and discussing how he'd like to help Hillary. Huh. So the guy who was in charge of the anti-corruption, they caught him on tape talking about how he'd like to. Well, let me play it for you. Now, this is the first time, strange because it's been out in the newspapers in Ukraine. This is the first time that we know of that this has been translated by anyone in the media in English. I just want you to listen. Now, the speaker you're going to hear is Director uh, Sitnik, and this is what he said. Listen. Now, the only reason why anyone knows about this recording is because of a Ukrainian member of parliament in October of 2017, Borislav Rosenblatt, he filed a claim and said these guys are guilty of interfering uh, with U.S. elections. And, uh, and he had the audio. Ukrainian court agreed. 
Lushenko appealed the decision. Rosenblatt leaked the audio recording. But despite all of this being big news, front page news in Ukraine, nobody in the media here cares. They don't care. Hmm. Okay, so then we find this big gap. Almost all of 2018, nothing happens because two things are happening. We're approaching a big date, and it's not this one. Nothing really happens because in the U.S., the Mueller investigation is underway, and in Ukraine, political upheaval is crazy. Okay? So people, I think, are kind of in their shell. Nobody's moving because nobody knows what's coming. Remember, they set this whole machine up for Hillary. They set it up for the DNC. Now Trump wins. This is coming out, and their guy is becoming unstable. People don't like him there. Holy cow. So nothing really happens during 2018. And then April of, uh, of uh, 20, is it 2018 or 29? Yeah, 2018. In April of 2018, uh, the Mueller report comes out, and it's a zero. A zero. That sucks. But you know what happened 11 days later? An atomic bomb. This is what, that is 2019. It's, it's April 2019, not 18. Uh, this is when there's new leadership in Ukraine. Now, nobody saw this guy coming, just like nobody saw Donald Trump coming. Okay? Nobody thought this was going to happen, and nobody thought this was going to happen. You know who this guy is? This is the guy who is the, he's kind of like the John Stewart of Ukraine. He didn't do any interviews. He didn't say he was going to do anything. He didn't explain any policies. He refused. He doesn't like any of this crap. And he's been on television saying, this is insane. The whole country is corrupt. Well, uh, whether it was a joke or whether he planned on winning, he wins. And nobody sees this. Everybody's like, wait, the comedian is now our president? Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because all over the world, no matter where you are, people are sick of the lies and the corruption. So they hire him. Now, what's really weird is uh, at the same time, remember this lady? Just a few days later, Trump fires her. And then just a few days later as well, the DOJ investigates the investigation. Because the DOJ is like, wait a minute. She was telling people not to come in with this. We know that this guilty verdict just happened where they're admitting to do it. We lost all of this money. I don't know about you, but I think I would investigate the investigators. I would investigate where did this start? Because it seems to be starting with Achalupa. Then in July, this guy decides his ambassador is corrupt as well. line is clear. Now, no one is standing in the way to find out what this man is telling us about. But concentrate on this date. Forget about all this. This is a conspiracy. Concentrate here. Trump made a phone call. Trump made a phone call. You see how this doesn't work? You see how none of this is being talked about? They're talking to you about Joe Biden and his son. And Trump made a phone call. Doesn't work. It doesn't work.
let's just think about this for a second. Let's just take a minute to think about it. Then Stu and I think Jason, are you going to join them? I'm not sure. Uh, and Howerton are going to join uh, and try to take some of your questions and things. I got more. <laughs> but let me catch my breath. You think about this. Let's spend about two, three minutes just looking at the comments from social media. At this point, I want you to know, I have an investigator that I would really like to hire. You know who it is. Well, you don't know who I'm thinking, but you'd know who this person is. But I think can actually dig. This is stuff that we just dug up. This is stuff that's been in the press, been in the New York Times, been somewhere, but nobody has put it all together. I'd like to hire an investigator because nobody else seems to be interested in this timeline. How this research and this reporting was done comes from our subscribers. And I urge you, if you have, what is it, five bucks a month, nine bucks a month, is the price of a coffee or two at Starbucks. If you would subscribe to the Blaze TV, we can do more of this, and it's really important. So let me just do a real quick pitch. Please join us at Blaze TV. Just become a team member with us. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Is it Glenn or Beck? Yeah, Glenn. Uh, use the promo code GB20OFF, and you'll get 20% off your membership right now. Please do that. Stay in touch and share this. I'm gonna, I have more to share with you, so don't go anywhere. I just need to take a break. And while I think I have a case of the vapors, am I a little shiny? ago during the chaos or serious crisis of the Russian invasion of Ukraine, Biden felt the timing was over. ago during the chaos or serious crisis of the Russian invasion of Ukraine, Biden felt the timing was oh so perfect to announce a new executive order on cryptocurrencies. Now, some would say here was weird. You and I know the exact timing on this is exactly what they wanted. The end of the executive order is what's most interesting. It says, quote, Explore a U.S. central bank digital currency, CBDC, by placing urgency on research and development of a potential United States, CBDC, should issuance be deemed in national interest. Now, Biden can't force the Fed to start implementing a digital dollar, but he can urge them into action by declaring it a priority. Uh-huh. This is what he's announcing. He's also trying to make it appear as if this is something new, as if the Fed hasn't already been working on it, and our Treasury Department. Spoiler alert, it's almost already here and done. Biden requested progress report within the next six months. That means we could see something major by as early as September. If they're already doing behind the scenes work, 
uh, you know, as Biden says, it's uh, it's going to be scary because there already has been a lot of work. We got it all ready to roll out. Let me show you a collaborative effort between the Boston Fed and MIT. They have already claimed to have created the code for the U.S. digital dollar. It's called Project Hamilton. It's out in the open. The name is significant as Hamilton was the first to advocate for a central bank. Make no mistake, the digital dollar is all about centralization and control. That's why they say in these projects, why they say we can't use blockchain because we need to be able to see it's the opposite of what digital currencies like Bitcoin were created for. Keep in mind, Biden's executive order a couple of weeks ago asked the Fed to solve the digital dollar puzzle. But the Fed has already announced they've solved it. You can go to their website and even collaborate on code writing. The entire 35-page white paper is published online. So what did they come up with? It's exactly what we feared it would be. Blockchain makes Bitcoin a juggernaut in privacy and decentralization, but the new digital dollar doesn't use blockchain. The Hamilton system, controlled by the Fed, verifies all transactions. There would be a record of everything you spend your money on. Okay. There'd be no privacy. And the Fed is your banker. There would also be no auditing of what the Fed does with the money. They could generate $10 trillion and give it to Hunter Biden, and no one would ever know. Well, there would be a rush on hookers and cocaine, so we might figure that one out. Financial experts are already screaming that this will be the end of the banking system. If you've already tried to decouple from the large banks and gone to local small banks and credit unions, the digital dollar will destroy them. Now, with that said, also the big banks, but who cares? have fancy names like Bank of America, they're all owned by the Fed. It's one group. This audience helped tank the appointment of Biden's uh, secretary of tre- or her, uh, his treasury pick, uh, Saul Almorova. She had written papers on the need to end the banking system. She wanted to make the Fed the issuer of all bank loans. Well, if the Fed is your banker and small banks would die a painful death, uh, I I guess that job could be done. We didn't know at the time if she would have done it if appointed because we didn't know about Project Hamilton. Omarova was forced to withdraw, but the system is being built regardless. I said earlier that central bank digital currencies are essential to the Great Reset. The digital dollar is the ultimate enforcement mechanism for anyone who doesn't go along with whatever they say. This is the Canadian system that they used against the truck drivers, except they don't need any special emergency orders. Last year, the Bank of England asked Parliament to clarify how they wanted their digital currency to operate, more specifically, if it should be programmable. What does that mean? Well, that means the government can tell the central bank to restrict people from purchasing certain things. Or if they want to get the the economy going, hey, there's a time limit on that money that you have in the bank. It's all going to disappear by midnight tomorrow night. So go out and shop. 
or we can do things for health. Those sugary drinks are making people fat, and you're kind of fat because we have all your records, so no more soda for you. Guns are a threat. Don't worry. We'll just shut off all of the coins that would be used to buy ammunition in all businesses. A business that won't lower their carbon footprint, we can just turn off electricity. The head of the Bank of England said, quote, there could be social outcomes from that, preventing activity, which is seen to be socially harmful in some way. Wow. Imagine being a parent speaking out against CRT at the school board. They wouldn't have to do any investigation or, or arrest you or anything. As the moment somebody says that that group of parents is a terrorist cell, all of your banking power and buying power of anything is gone. This is the power of a central bank digital programmable currency. It is the ultimate checkmate for the Great Reset. And if you think what is going to happen uh, going on in the UK won't happen here, I want you to hear from a senior vice president and economist at the St. Louis Fed. He was asked very specifically if the digital dollar would restrict how or what we spend our money on. In other words, programmable. Watch what he said. Yeah, I mean, in life, one can't give absolute assurances of anything. Um, if I, if I, but if I understand the question correctly, I think the the um, the caller is concerned about the potential, uh, you know, privacy that would be associated, say, with a government sort of uh, digital currency. Uh, this is this is an ongoing debate uh, that we have all the time about uh, you know how much privacy is is desirable. I mean, there's there's a bit of a trade-off here uh, as well because um, you, you know we, we don't know, for example, what sort of entities might make use of these uh, central bank digital currencies for nefarious purposes, say to finance terrorist activities. Uh, terrorist activity. So, you know, uh, we might want the government to monitor certain types of, of transactions as well. And, you know, we see this in the anti-money laundering laws and the KYC laws. Um, so there's a, it, there's a trade-off. I can't, I, one can't give assurances for sure, but I mean, I think what we can be assured of is that uh, Congress will respond to the electorate's concerns, and this is kind of the best we can hope for. Uh-huh. Congress is going to respond to you and me. Uh, you know, can I just ask a question? If we, I mean, we all understand terror. You would just come out and say, if I was asked that question, I'd say, well, there's already some things that we watch for money laundering, et cetera. But getting involved in what people buy or sell or no, we have no interest in that. That's really easy. That's a really easy question to answer. You notice he didn't answer that question. He rambled on for a minute and a half about privacy concerns which he all but admitted there will be no privacy. So everything scary coming out of the UK with their digital currency is exactly what's being planned here. WGAG Radio presents Hot Damn Politics.
O queen of the two lands, Nefertiti, Egypt cries out for your help. The menacing Hyksos have invaded the minds of your people and have set up their own capital at BTR. For BTR, they have disrupted many of our communication routes. We must stop their conquest before it is too late. Here at WGAG Radio, we are safe from immediate attack. Although the Hyksos have the gall to demand tribute, we may need to supply troops and arms to our compatriots to the north to help repel the Hyksos incursion. They will look to you, almighty Nefertiti, for support. But now, we too have a new weapon. Our wise military leaders have become proficient in the use of the dreaded sounds of Nuwafu, and we shall turn it back upon our enemies and drive them before us. If only our trouble was limited to the north. Reports from our southern border show that the black devils are once again taking advantage and distracted the minds of your people, and if the Nuwapians are to emerge intact from these turbulent times, much will be required of you. Your mission, if you choose to accept it, is to break the spell of ignorance with Nuwapu. As always, if you are a member of the Brain Trust's caught or killed, WGAG will disavow any knowledge of your actions. This tape is self-destruct in five seconds. Good luck, Nefertiti.
Please welcome the Brain Trust. The Brain Trust. Brain trust, the brain trust.
What's happening, everybody? We are in the building tonight for some hot damn politics. It's your girl, Nefertiti, surviving the game. We in the building. What's happening, everybody? What's happening? It's good to see everybody, man. It's, we got a lot to build on tonight. A lot of things always happening in the world, right? It never stop moving. So uh, we got a lot to build on, um, a lot to talk about, some current events. Uh, things, you know, hey, this is politics, so, you know, it's always something. It's always something to build on. So I want to say what's up first and foremost to everybody that's in attendance, because, you know, what, you can be doing anything and anyone, but you come here tonight, listen to hot damn politics, and that means a lot. So let's get it started, man. Let's, let, me give, let me say what's up to everybody from the bottom all the way up to the top, starting with J1. What's going on? J1's in the building. Sweet O'Shea. What's happening, Sweet O'Shea? My man, son, Rob Ricks, is in the building, man. Go ahead and check out the podcast. In the visions of a political side hustler over there on Spotify and all the other um, outlets, iTunes, and things of that nature, checking out. He's doing his thing. He's getting better and greater all the time. So support the brother. Um, go and check him out. If you're not on LinkedIn, go to LinkedIn and, and connect with Mr. Ricks. Um, you know, and, and definitely on Instagram, too. Follow him on Instagram. I don't know what your Instagram name is, uh, um, Raymond. Why don't you go ahead and um, put your Instagram on there, too. I think it's still Sun Ra, right? I think it's still Sun Ra Ricks. I could be wrong, but go ahead and um, throw in your um, your Instagram so folks can um, follow you, you know, follow you, and that's how it goes. That's how you build up the audience, brother. You got you to gotta promote yourself, you know, promote yourself. You're here. Promote yourself. Don doesn't mind. I don't mind. Promote yourself. What up, man? Wing Chong just walked in this bitch. OG, triple OG, double OG just walked into the building tonight. What's up, uh, Wing? Wing is in the building, man. Sister Zena is in the building. Nudie Rocky Nine is in the building. What's going on with you? Nudie's in the building. Miss Hudson. What's happening, Miss Hudson? Yes, Ethereum Forever is in the building. What's good, Ethereum? My man, Mr. Larry, our brother, Mr. Larry, he be joining us in a minute. You see him, see him over there in the chat room. What's up, Mr. Larry, DC Spiner? Brian O'Ryan, my birthday twin. What's happening with you, Brian? Arisha Gal. What's up, Arisha Gal? 2020 is in the building. What's up, Arisha? It's good to see you tonight. And, of course, the one and only Don, the Coleon. What's happening, Don? Don is in the building. If you did not hear today's show, go ahead and listen to it. Go on Lockdown Radio again. Go ahead and um, there in its entirety, or you can go to the home page of Blog Talk Radio to um, hear today's show and every show that has been done on WGAG Radio. That's what it is. But, hey, man, to today's show, I caught the last hour of the Don Nicolion show. Uh, I try to do my best to um, to listen to the – definitely get as much time as I can get into to the Don show. Um, priorities have changed a tad bit, as everybody know. But I get to catch that that last hour was fire, man. Um, Don was going in on um, – just going in, basically, it's like it's the culture thing. It's, it's what's become of, of Nubians and the mentality of, of Nubian folk. Um, 
it's manifested into some other shit like no other, man. Like, I, it just had me thinking. It, it just really had me thinking of what has has come up. And I saw that clip um, that she played of the, of the white boy. I had seen it about a year or so ago. I didn't pay it too much mind. I just saw it and agreed with it and out of my head. You know how some shit you see, you go, mm-hmm, yeah, that's right, okay. Because because it's the shit we've been talking about forever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We live this shit. We live the the moving experience. So this is shit we've been talking about amongst ourselves forever. And and especially as we grow into maturity, we're now all in our 40s. Some of us are in our 50s. Even if you are in your early 30s or mid 30s, whatever the case, you see what 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 has become a moving culture in in America. Um, at least one part of it, and one part that's becoming um. Just loud. That shit becoming so loud. It's becoming loud because it's like I, I don't want to put it on social media because we have access to all this information and all these visuals that we're seeing, all these articles that we're seeing. Again, a lot of us grew up in and around a lot of the shit that that's happened. I know I did. I'm not. Um, I don't come from no middle class family. I don't come from no. You know what I'm saying? Um. I don't come from no upper middle class. I don't even come from the middle class. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, I come straight from the bottom half of East Oakland, baby, deep east. And um, so what I'm seeing out here is um, it's, it's like reached like mass, like a critical mass situation, man. This shit is like critical mass situation. And, um, and so when I heard that, that uh, when I saw the when I heard the clip and then I heard that I'm building on it and, and I talked about um and then I you know I came in and chat in, in YouTube and spoke to you know sisters and um upholding a lot of um of these um you know LGBTQ community and stuff like that they come for us as a rest haven we are their umbrella and um and and moving women have been uh, gay men and trans trannies uh shield or umbrella since the 70s from my earliest recollection, like for real, for real. Um, they've always come up under us to um, four levels of protection, protection and acceptance. Um, and now, but more to the point, but more to the point of, of, of the culture, okay, cool. And more the culture, um, this shit is just hyper. It's on fucking warp drive. You feel me? It's like it's this shit is on warp drive. Like I said, we came of age in the nineties, right? We came of age in the nineties. So I ain't gonna act holier than thou now that I'm forty three years old, mother of three, um, to know what my childhood was what it was when I was 12, 13, 10, I'm going to go back to 10 because in 88, I was 10 years old. And I remember very well what I was listening to, what the fuck I was doing, you know what I'm saying, what I was in, um, intrigued me as a 10-year-old in 1988 and then came 89, 90, in, in the 90s as an adolescent young young woman, 12, 13, 14, 15, which is your formative years, your, your extreme formative years, right? Oh, okay. Okay, I see it. I'm going to get to you. Give me a second. I need to get this out before I bring you in. <clears throat> so be patient with me, Brother G. And um, 
And so what, what was happening in the, in the 90s, um, the, the, the turning of hip-hop, it went from a, a major party and bullshit, self-expression, um, major upliftment, um, so it took that turn in the 90s when it got gangster. It became uh, real reflective of the street life. Um, and you know what I'm saying? That that whole nine, right? And so, and I party to it. I knew it lyric for lyric. You know what I'm saying? I, I still can rap that shit lyric for lyric. And I understood how it shaped my perspective and my actions as a young person. Um, I know what it did to my friends. I know what it did to the people I grew up with. You know what I'm saying? Um, so some of us, some some of some of our folks didn't make it out of the '90s into the 2000s. You know what I'm saying? They didn't. They didn't make out. They didn't. The mentality. They didn't make it out. But when I say make it out, I mean that. Um, forget about the ones. And I say forget about. I'm not talking about the ones who ended up in the coffin. I'm not talking about them because I got plenty of them. I clean them throughout my family and such not. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about those who mentally did not come up out of it, who didn't, who haven't reached the level of I'm putting that shit down. I ain't indulging in that. Ain't doing that no more. I'm talking about those. We know I still see some of them folks. I still see some of the people I see them on um, social and other. But this, this, these, these youngsters today, they put their guys on a fucking thousand. This shit... <clears throat> It's like it's been amplified in such a way that I don't know if we can put the genie back in the bottle, so to speak, if you understand what I'm saying, y'all. And the shit, and yeah, and it's been um, perpetuated through the media. It's been perpetuated through the music. And um, and it's just, it's just like the violence is just like, I got to the point where I'm like, damn. I'm just like, damn. Just reading shootings that went on there, you know, it's going on in my hometown, just these niggas is popping each other like it's like it's World War. Like for real. And it's like and I'm trying to figure this shit out. <laughs> and so and then I start to look at the conversation between man and woman, between moving man and moving woman. And we've always had our differences in how we choose to approach them as we come into the modern world, as we come into the 21st century, as we come through changes of what um, our mothers were yesteryear and our grandmothers were uh, were yesteryear, that, that dynamic has changed. You know what I'm saying? We got options. We get our own money, all these things. But what I, what I sit out here and I look at and I observe, and so I'm seeing these youngsters now or these men in their 40s and their 30s, um, and, and some of their 20s bringing to what women have become in the culture. Young women have become in the culture, and they go on with the, the, the masculine conversation or the mentality, the mentality. And is that shit out there? Yeah, it is. I see some, I see some women out here. I see sisters out here buck fucking wild. Buck fucking wild. And when I'm saying buck wild, and I ain't talking about twerking. I ain't talking about popping they pussies. I mean, I'm, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about wilding. I mean, I come, like I said, I come from a family full of hustlers. And even, you know, um, my family hustled. My sister, my sister hustled. The niggas, they hustled. You know what I'm saying? When I say hustle, I'm not, you know what I mean. So what I'm saying is that element has already been there. But the, 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 the violence between women shooting each other, um, just the, all this shit is just, is, is wild. But 
the mentality now that a lot of women carry. Don't I'm telling I be looking at these cats and I'm like I'm like I be wanting to say I be wanting to say in these threads you don't have the right to say shit about what has come what has become of women in the mentalities. You know why? Because that's what the culture birthed. You understand me? That's what it births. So I go back to the 90s and the shit we were dealing with and what we came through and what we came up out of. You know what I'm saying? So it it did toughen us. I'd be a goddamn lie if I say I didn't get I didn't because my opinion that I don't have a rigidness about me. I don't have a rigidness about my attitude or anything like that. Um, but um, these cats is mad out here. These men are mad. Talk about the mentality. I'm like, well, that's this is 20 plus years in the works. This is 20 plus years in the works through music, drugs, sexual deviancy, this shit that we're watching. And the reason why I bring it up because the New York mayor of New York, who that brother who used to be a former police chief, comes out and talks about drill music. And so he's saying that drill music is the reason for the excessive violence in New York, and that shit is all throughout the nation, especially where we um, we um, populate in large numbers. So it's in it's in the, it's in New York, it's in Atlanta, it's in Cali, it's in you know what I'm saying it's all here. These and these youngsters is popping each other left and right, and and so I'm like I'm like this, this you can't. I'm saying I ain't excusing women. These cats, you can't put that on women because the culture is birthed by men. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about like the hip-hop culture and the shit that they said that they wanted, what they wanted to see, what they glamorized and glorified. Well, that's what it's become. So now the sisters out here, we're speaking with that same mentality. We're speaking with that same mentality. We rocking with that same mentality. So you can't don't don't get mad at something you created. Don't get mad at what you birthed. You understand me? Because this is what this shit birthed. Right here. Let's talk about it. That trap music, nigga. That real black music, nigga. Ronald Reagan took up an answer. You hear that? The deal shot with Terrence. When I hear Rosa Heroin, Jack Post on Heroin. Raise the murder rate in DC and Maryland. We invested in that. It's like we got Merrill Lynch. And we've been hanging from the same street ever since. Sometimes I feel the music is the only medicine. So we took it, cut it, measure it, bag it, sell it. The fiends cop it. Nowadays they can't tell it. That's that good shit. We ain't sure, man. Put the CD on your tongue. Yeah, that's pure, man. That's that crack music, nigga. That real black music, nigga. And I'm just saying, that's what the culture birthed. I don't know that shit, crap music, rap music, that's, that's what that shit has become. And so, with that, 
I'm saying these cats ain't got no, they ain't got no right to go in the way they're going in because it's something that you created. You created this shit. And so now you're watching, you're watching the, the residuals of it all. And this is what you get. Matter of fact, let me show you this. <clears throat> let me hear, let me let me play this for you. And I want you to pay close attention to what this music executive had to say. This is the man who owns Universal. Keep it. So what was the strategy at Universal? Hold on. It was an amazing, really fun. So what was your strategy at Universal? Well, the strategy was to fill it with urban music. I don't think a record company can really be successful without urban music, the roots of our music. And we had Death Row. Um, we, I bought Def Jam. Um, we acquired Cash Money. And just with those three companies, we probably had 40, 45% of all the urban music in America. That was it. You hear what that man just said? You hear what that executive just said? He said the record labels cannot make a dime. They can't make no real money unless they got urban music. They can't make no money, again, without our music. I'm going to let him say it again. Really fun. So what was your strategy at Universal? Well, the strategy was to fill it with urban music. I don't think a record company can really be successful without urban music, the roots of our music. And we had Death Row. Um, we uh, bought Def Jam. Um, we acquired Cash Money. And just with those three companies, we probably had 40, 45% of all the urban music in America. That was it. And then all the cool kids wanted to come with us. So it was really fun. So, I mean, it's interesting hearing that because um, it strikes me that you must have thought about a particular culture, about generating a particular culture Mm -hmm. at an organization like Mm -hmm. Universal. Can you talk us through what, what culture you tried to bring in? Well, by culture, for me, you know, getting that urban music was, was cultural. Thank you, my bad. <laughs> Thank you. So once this, this record is like here, and Universal says that they had basically almost the biggest uh, moving labels out there at the time, Cash Money, Def Jam for show, and 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 Def Rock. So again, when we listen to the tape that Don played, and he and he talked about what was acceptable, what these labels accepted as suitable for is you know music. We knew the culture that they wanted. This is why you got something called backpack rap, which I love too. On top of the other stuff. But that's why you have underground hip-hop, because that ain't what they wanted, and that ain't what they wanted to um, highlight. They wanted to highlight the dope man, the pimp, the hustler, you know, um, the, the jack artist. 
what they call them today, bippers, thieves, and shit like that. And so now, unfortunately, these youngsters about to feel the wrath of the military-industrial complex within urban areas and moving communities. Because once they finish doing what they're getting ready to set up, which we call the Great Reset, once they get ready, when they, once they finish that and implement that, then it, that shit turns inward, and the biggest targets be newbies. And so I'm just imploring, like, we, a lot of this shit we got to cut off. We got to got to cut off a lot of this shit and, like, what's cool, what ain't acceptable, what we allowing, you know, for us who have younger children, you know, what what they should be involved in. I don't know how you really stop it. I, I am. I'm at a loss when it comes to that. only thing you could do is raise yours and, and give them the right information to be able to guide through here, but um, it's going to get real ugly. The next 10 years, I'm saying the next 10 years on many, many levels is going to get real ugly and it's going to be unfortunate because, again, um, the Nubian community is always going to be the blame um, for things in this country, you know, even though we are um, we are really conduits and, and we get shit going, you know what I'm saying? Hip-hop became something that they said would never last 50 years ago. They said it was a fad. It's here to stay. As a matter of fact, it is the top. It is the topper. It ain't uh, It ain't Tyler, Taylor Swift. It ain't fucking Adele. And it ain't nothing but little drops in the bucket when it comes to the industry and who really makes shit move and who really set the trends. It has always been us, and it will forever be us. This is why you have somebody like um, um, Lawrence uh uh, Mr. Avant, what's his name? That brother Avant, who was the gatekeeper, one of the um, urban gatekeepers, because the Jewish people in the record labels needed someone to be able for them to tap in for real and really be able to get control and hold of it. So, um, yeah, that's what is that. But when I look at all that shit, and I'm looking at how um, men are becoming even more um, violent towards us towards women, towards us women and, and these younger generations and on what people are frustrated in between male and female relations. Well, the culture birthed it. The culture birthed it, and that's what you got. You can't be mad. Even though I don't like a lot of this shit, although I don't like fucking Cardi B's music and all that shit and the shit that they talk about, you can't be mad at it. I can't, I can't be mad at it because that's what the culture birthed. So now you got women who who talking just like niggas out here. They they don't sound no different than what we've been hearing from men in hip hop for the last twenty twenty five years. Again, I bopped my head to the beat. I was one of the motherfuckers when I was young. I bopped my head to the beat and shit. Same way, rap them lyrics. Like I said, I still know that. I still know them lyrics. You hear it when we do um, when we do. When we do, uh, you know, end of the month, open mic night. Nigga, I'm rapping short dog who call women bitches and hoes his whole career and how they were nothing but basically cum dumps. I rapped it. Snoop Dogg, the whole nine. Some motherfucker. When you finally mature and you see what it's become and where it's led a lot of our folks down and where it is now 
So is it re- can we reverse it? Is it reversible? I don't know. <laughs> I hope I can know. But what I do know is that there's an uptick in violence on us on, on women. Violence has always been there, but now it's just like shit is like in vogue now. It's in vogue because they say your mouth gets you in trouble. That shit made me mad to be to be straight up. That shit pissed me off during the Holy Tablet show. When Tamuz was talking that shit. Because subconsciously, subconsciously, even men who think they got right knowledge and profess to have it, they still see that it's okay for white women get what they get. It's because of their mouths. And it's because they got masculine energy. But why bitches got masculine energies? Because you've lost your position because we're. We get in a, in a masculine state where we know there's no protection. And women were taken care of and looked over and covered as they're they supposed to be, then you wouldn't have it. But that ain't what it is. Okay, so, you know. so you know what it is. Don't bother me right now. So that's what it is, and that's what you got. All right, let me go ahead and open up the mic for two zero two. Come on in, Mr. Larry. Come on <laughs> Great in. day, Jeff. What's <clears> happening? Great to have you back. What's happening? Thank back. you. Uh, this is for a week. Oh yeah, oh yeah. We have to do what we have to do. Uh, in spite of the circumstances, got to keep it moving forward. You know. Um, you know, I'm listening to your conversation, Neff. Part of it is, is is what we brought on, but you know another part is, you know, the, a lot of these people are agents. You know, they're agents of the subversive ones, and they come in and hijack our shit. So they hijack the culture, the music culture, like they've been hijacking everything that they come across that we have. They hijack our damn oranges. They they hijack our watermelons. They hijack our gold. They hijack our <laughs> spirituality, so uh, that's their modus operation. That's how they that's how they operate. They come in, they infiltrate, hijack, and give it back to you as if it's yours. That's their shit, you know. And what we have is just a bunch of agents parading around, um, defining the culture, and you know because we're not from where I see we're. We're not in the mindset of being trendsetters. You know, we like to follow trends, so we'll take that culture as our own. You know, the guy said it in, in, in the clip that you played. We went and bought all that shit up, and we own goddamn half or, or even more of all of the urban uh, music. music that's coming across mm-hmm. the radio. So he hijacked yep. it. You know, so you can't make music. You can't make a label. Can't make music without urban music. Can't make no real money without. They 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 can't make and and they're giving it back. That's that's you know that's that's their stuff. It's it's just like them giving you you know Michelangelo is Jesus. It's the same thing. It's it's the same principle that's underneath of it. So they come in and hijack our culture. Put a buck, you know, uh, uh, what would you do for the money? You know, a Negro would do a lot of things for the money, even play the agent. 
you know. So, of course, they're not going to have agent written on their head. Um, that's not going to happen. They're going to come in, especially around the 90s. They start dressing those guys like us. They look like us. They talk like us. You know, back in the 60s and 70s, they had those cool outfits, so you knew the difference between entertainment and, and, and real life. So you knew when George Clinton and Funkadelic came all on the stage with diapers and wings and shit, wasn't nobody dressing like that. You knew it was entertainment. <laughs> in the 90s, right. they started dressing these people just like us, just like you would look every day. And we took these people as being real, and they just straight-up agents, you know? No, no um, doubt. I mean, no doubt. When you're a motherfucker like Rick Ross, and I like his production, Maybach music, but when I when you look at him in his entirety, this is a nigga who was a correctional officer. Right. Who just came in, who came in kind of out of nowhere, so to speak, come up under, he came up under, I guess, the Trick Daddy branch or, or that, that Miami thing and Trick Daddy and all them niggas. That's when I first heard him. And um, was able to literally come as, out as a correctional officer and, and steal a, a, an, an urban legend's name and likeness. Mm-hmm. And nobody have a problem with that in the industry. Nobody at all. And all of it is, is, is by design. I like the way you uh, correlated it with the military. Mm-hmm. So we've been under yeah. a military assault for a long So this change in the culture of the music, um, the, the oversaturating our communities with some very uh, toxic narcotics, uh, this military-grade weapons just falling all out the sky and back to trucks mm-hmm. and shit, all of that is coming together. Right, and together now we're taking that as a culture, but really those were weapons of war. Um, it's just in a in in a different form. I'm I'm seeing yeah. that with the uptick of of violence. At at a certain point, you know, we got to sit down and have a great conversation about that. We can't keep allowing these people to write it off as black and black crime. So when mm-hmm. uh, uh, you go shoot up a white school or something, we're ready to talk about a false flag in that instance, and sometimes that's exactly what it is. How come nobody ain't talking about these agent provocateurs that has oversaturated our community, that is instigating this stuff and keeping it going, and we're running around thinking that we're just so lost as a people where it's very possible is that we've just been oversaturated with agent provocateurs in many aspects of our culture. That's how I'm beginning to see it, you know? There ain't no doubt about it. And they and they in the music, and they, they are in the music, and they got mics in their fucking hand. Uh, I think Don Best said it, they would be black devils, you know, um, they they um, there's that black devils and um yeah, it's just I was just I was just sitting there thinking, you know, when I was listening to today's show and I've been and then I heard that uh saw that uh, record executive pull that out and then I'm looking at the state of what being said amongst moving folk. The mentalities of it all. Men and and women. And just listen, I'm like 
I don't even know if this shit going if it's if it's possible <laughs> it's possible to go mm-hmm. back. We are far removed from it. I don't live around that element anymore. You know, I'm thankful for that. My children don't have to experience none of that. But it just seemed like the shit is um is getting worse and I and I saw when I saw the mayor of New York put it put it in that context, I said, Damn, they he's putting the framework He's building the framework and putting that sentiment out there for their their next move and the attack on Nubian Nubian youngsters and, and Nubian folk. For you to say that drill me, is my hand? Yeah, this is oh, Adonai. Um, say drill music is is the problem with these with the shootings that's going on in the city. Let me bring in Brother G. Uh, you've been waiting patiently. Thank you for waiting patiently, um, Brother G. Come on in. Yeah, no problem at all, Neff. I'm just glad to hang out with you. Doing good. Doing good. I'm, I'm, I'm over here giggling just a little bit. I'm like, this my sister Neff. Is she all right, man? What's up going on, man? Where that warrior Neff I'm looking at? You know? But, you know, I can feel your pain sometimes. But let me put this to you also. I want you to hear this, all right? All right. All you're seeing is the false feminine energy, and that shit ain't going to work. The change is coming. The real female energy, they ain't going to be able to stop, sis. So don't think that these motherfuckers got the final say so, because this shit undercover is a changing of the guards to what they're trying to implement, Mm. all right? So I'm saying, you know, brothers, Mm -hmm. you know, stay on our squares, sisters, stay on that circle thing. And we can raise up these, mm-hmm. these triangles the right way. Come on, man. I mean, we got to use a little. Uh, <laughs> build some here and there. Yeah. <laughs> build some. Hey, I, like I said, I, I'm not trying to have no defeatist attitude. I, I'll never um, be defeated. But um, but what I'm, but what I'm saying is is the, the impact that it's having. I'm saying seeing the conversations that are going on. The conversation yeah, that's going you, on between yeah. between um, man, a new man and woman and how it's how it is is then turning into high levels of even more violence against sisters. I got you. I'm, I'm just saying you, this shit is a cul- this shit is culminating. Right. This shit makes you I'm say like, whoa. Like W O E. Like whoa, what the fuck is right? that? You know? But but you now it now mm-hmm. but, but watch this, for instance, right? So we're gonna be in the politics. You got Melinda mm-hmm. Gates. Who's putting up six hundred forty-eight billion dollars for mm-hmm. the Care Fund project? That shit ain't for no support of men. That's support of women. To do what? To pull y'all away from y'all's babies. You say she doing what? She said we go look that shit up. She's putting up six hundred forty-eight mm-hmm. billion dollars for the mm-hmm. Care. Funding project, and if you read into mm-hmm. that shit, care all project Melinda Gates, okay. and she's putting up the funds with the illusion that oh we're gonna take care of the elders, but that whole revenue of that six forty eight bill is geared towards mm-hmm. you, that you'll turn your baby over to them. I'm telling you, it's the false, it's the false.
female energy. Their shit's going to fall apart because they don't know who they fucking with. Y'all going to snap out of it. Is it the I, I, I got my money. I got my money on y'all. <laughs> they don't I got Always my money on, on y'all. Um, Always been on black, but is this a caregiving solution? Is it in the Melinda Gates caregiving whatever she got going on? But is this that? is what it's they're trying. This is what they're trying to initiate. They need you in the workforce. They said, meaning they want y'all paying taxes. They saying they gonna give you Come the purse the because mm-hmm. now watch this. They gonna give you the purse because you're more responsible and you'll take care of the children. In the meantime, you just bring the children over to the daycare and then we'll take care of them while you're in the workforce. Ain't that half the goddamn problem mm-hmm. now? But yeah, that's because um, women out here screaming that um, uh, that the shit is not affordable for them. So, Neff, that's what I want you to do. That's what I want you to do, Neff. I want you to think with me, okay? So now you get support money, right? You know what that money's called? Your new nigga. They're saying your new nigga <laughs> is worth $248 a month. Mm-hmm. You got to think about it. So this whole ploy is, is not about to what's going on in society. It's what's going on around the world, and they're using certain premises to go on ahead, as I'm saying, to go ahead and fool the real magician, the real mad guy, us over here, because we're the last ones. They, they just want you all to fall for the, for the motherfucking rabbit in the hat. I'm telling you now. Okay, now, I had one better than that, and I'm not going to jump the gun, but I'm just saying, that Ukraine shit, I got some other mm-hmm. shit I will need you to look up. That's a test run. Ukraine is a test run for the final decision to what your boy Glenn Beck was talking about, but he's off key mm-hmm. just a little bit of how they're going to bring this goddamn universal income in. Okay, have, we've, been been building on it. we've been building on it for oh. quite a while, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, you have. Yes, you have. So right. let, me, let, me, let me give it to you. Watch this. So look mm-hmm. up, write this down, tracking the social protection responsive in Ukraine and neighboring countries, PDF, a.k.a. World Bank. Okay. That's what Glenn Beck is talking about. That's the beginning of the 51C4. So the motherfucker was taking all that free shit in there before this COVID shit went down, and then they turned around uh-huh. undercover, and he, you, my man had to go in there and say, because somebody flipped in the bill, because is not Ukraine really still a part of Russia, Brother Lowry? Absolutely it is. Okay, so if Ukraine is still a part, of Russia, who do you flip the bill to if there is corrupt shit going on of charity money in that motherfucking country? You flip it to Putin. Putin said, this is some bullshit. You understand? And you see all the players, Red Cross, United Arab Embassy, France, mm-hmm. America, all those players that put five, 501c4 in that damn country. Why do you think my man Biden is sending the money over there? 
because that's the test run. So if that shit breaks down, now they can turn around and interject that shit over here. Now, the only way you're going to put this together, think about Glenn Beck, but also look at the manuscript to what the World Bank will put out there. They're saying this is the bill they're flipping towards Putin. You read it like that, then you see why Putin's over there. Then you got the United Nations over there with their little bases on the outskirts. You think Putin over there killing them? No, Putin ain't killing motherfucking Ukrainians. He hitting them goddamn United Nations motherfucking NATO army motherfuckers who have bases. That's in Ukraine. Ah, you're learning. That's in Ukraine. No, no. I mean, I knew. I mean, I knew this. I mean, I think about it. Think about it. Now I didn't want to go to world news yet, so you seem like your, you mm-hmm. know, seem like your your wisdom, your heart. I mean, right Amer- America, America has Let's... the most. When you talk about where America is set up at in Europe, the two largest, uh, the biggest presence where they have military presence is in Ukraine and Germany. Those are the two bills of two European nations where they Why have they the doing most Why they doing that military pre- um, presence. Why they you know, doing that now? So, why they doing that? I mean, shit, man, it's all part of the plan. I said, I said this. Is, I mean, this is how secure, you usher in. Neff, Neff. Go ahead, go ahead. Because we we talked about this with our our girl Firelight mm-hmm. a long time ago. To secure the IMF World Bank against the BRICS, because the ruble the, is mm-hmm. worth something. Mm-hmm. The the yen was the yuan is the, what they call the yuan mm-hmm. the yuan that mm-hmm. shit is worth something and mm-hmm. they're trying to shut down the IMF they're trying to shut down the West because the West undercover is trying to turn America back into a monarch kill the Constitution. So all this information we get, you think we just get for free? That's them fucking evangelicals opening the door to open our eyes to what the fuck's going on, and those who have eyes can see this shit. Because they're on their last mm-hmm. road, a.k.a. Protestants. When Trump had that fucking rally down in Florida, them all fucking Protestants down there. <laughs> so now they're opening the book so we can see the truth. So all this information we getting is all these Protestants fighting against this fucking British Empire, the West, a.k.a. Vatican, one of the fucking players who wants to have all the chaos because everybody thinks that atheist shit is real. No, you get all your children buck wild, and then you bring in your motherfucking rules and regulation, a.k.a. religion, universal. Mm-hmm. Can't you see the game? They need to be buck wild. Yeah, I, when it comes to yeah, I I I be trying to follow you on on the Protestant and Christian. I'm not into religions in in, in that okay. regard. So I, well, I always, well, I, always I ain't trying to make you religious. I ain't no, no, trying yeah, to make religious. I'm trying to show you the money. Yeah, you, you can show me the money. Business. I'm just show me the money because I get lost. Religion when you start talking about Protestant now. and Catholic. I understand that. Yes. I'm trying to tell you to okay. help me out because right, right, I don't fuck with religion. Okay, do it like this. I don't fuck with religion. I don't know the origins of no Protestants. Yeah, because I don't know the origins of no Protestants. I don't know the origin of... I don't take time to learn that. I don't like that. 
they broke okay. away from the monarch. Something like that. Okay. They broke All away right, from so the monarch. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. I, so I, about... I ain't trying to give them no, I ain't trying to give them no hype. I'm just saying mm-hmm. when they stole Big Mama's purse, they stole it with religion. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So religion undercover is law, Layla. Uh, excuse me, uh, uh, Ness. Mm-hmm. Called you Layla. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> serious. Well, I don't know who Layla is. Okay. Layla, <laughs> got you. Uh, sorry about that. I, I, oh, yeah. Yeah. I got a question for you, G. Come on. I got a question. Who is Layla? I just said it, my daughter. He said this is his daughter. Oh. He said this is his daughter. Okay. All right. Yeah, I called Neff my daughter under cover. <laughs> yeah, all right. Nancy. I'm sorry about that, Neff. I'm gonna yeah. settle down. Okay, now. no, I know. I just down. need you to bring it. I just need you to break it down a little bit more in layman terms. Um, so in the layman's the, term, the religious in, term. In the layman's term. Mm-hmm. Okay, in the layman's term, that constitution mm-hmm. they gave these motherfuckers the ability to set up those three goddamn positions for the corporation. The monarch mm-hmm. is trying to shut that shit down because they don't want okay. us to have those three positions. So Biden, undercover, is a loyalist. To the monarch. Okay. All right. You, you understand what I'm saying? So don't mm-hmm. even think about the evangelicals. Just think about these motherfuckers who set up the rules and regulations the way they did. And we, it don't even matter if it's good or bad. We don't give a fuck. But we're going to survive this shit the way you look at it. Nationalists, globalists, we True don't that. give a fuck. We don't give a fuck. True. All we need to do is look at the real energy and don't fall for the fake shit anymore. But the fake shit undercover is that they're trying to say America is for sale. And them motherfuckers that you don't want to hear about down there in the South, they're changing rules and regulations right now to have no more conceal to have their fucking guns ready. I'm glad we ain't Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah, they are. I think this is about nine states. Mm -hmm. That's what the shit is coming to. Because Mm -hmm. they're saying... Fuck that. We ain't giving up shit, and we ain't going back to the Western way of the monarch. They're not coming under their lead. That's what they're saying. So, so, so when you go back to Putin and the motherfuckers, they know there's a changing of the guard. Uh, China knows there's a changing of the guard. And undercover, that chick who's sitting on the bench now, whatever her name is, Elizabeth Stewart, that shit's coming to an end. But they got a last stance in them, too. So they're trying to use all their motherfucking powers to what they can do to come against this. And if they can set America up the way that they need to, that's where they're going to try to reside over here. They're trying to implement their rules and regulations. Come on, man. You got to look at this oh, no, no, We don't, even have, any, no we don't even have any fucking we American TV stars. I'm going to shut the fuck up and let you go now. The Brits are trying mm-hmm. to turn us into them. <laughs> Point blank. Oh, and I mean, that, and, and that's true. With I mean, the and, and Americans are calling the for it. And they, and they got, and, but they, I'm saying, but they, and they got the younger generation, not just my generation, but the younger ones asking to be like Europe. They, they well, convinced them question, that yes. that is the, mm-hmm. they, they've convinced them that that's the now, way to go. Now, I got you. Now, mm-hmm. that's the question. I'm going to bag off and let mm-hmm. y'all talk. Who started United Nations? 
It's the European that was after World War One, right? The British Empire. They started that right. shit. It used to be called something what the I don't know, I didn't say the Hall of Nations. The League of Nations. The League of Nations. They started that uh, shit. They started that shit. They're the ones tearing down the rules and regulations and then planting all their motherfucking players with the assistance of the motherfuckers you mm-hmm. don't want to talk about, a.k.a. Inquisition. I'm done. What do you think? <laughs> if I may Inquisition. I, it ain't, it ain't, I, I, not that I don't want to talk about it. I, I, need, I just don't know I don't blame the you. the Inquisition is. It's a business. But this is what I'm saying, G. Mm-hmm. I hear what you're saying, and go. Let's say in addition, I don't want to put the butt because that's a contradiction. I learned that in in a communication class. In addition to what you're saying, this is in the pit. The bottom (laughs) goddamn line is this. This is the bottom line, and I will continue to say it. Their rule is the fuck up. Agree. Their only all of this is to distract from the fact that the world is now going to go back to its original owners. All the rest of this shit is a smoke, mirrors, and a dangerous game of murder. Which one? Which one Which one is smoke and mirrors? Which, which part? Uh, I mean, the I mean, the Ukraine you... is smoke and mirrors. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, the shit Biden is doing is smoke and mirrors. Yes. They are mm-hmm. trying to kill us, but the problem so is, so everything that's the just, problem so everything that's going is on. they are dependent. Why? Because so you saying because the hold on, let me make sure hold on one second before you keep keep hold on. I need you to. I want to make sure I understand what you're saying. So you're saying all implementation. Of what they're trying to do with the Great Reset at the end of the day is to kill niggas. I just put in yes. plain context. Okay. Yes, there is, it's to I kill want to give us. More clarity. Because okay. yeah, I, I got two questions on the floor. I didn't mean to, to jump over there like that, Neff. I had you. You're doing good. Mm-hmm. Had doing Neff. Good. So the answer you, to your no, you're question fine. I just Neff, want to know. Mm-hmm. is yes. Now back to okay. G. You want a little bit more. Uh, no, uh, I, I already got it. I, I already the, got it. I'm just going to say why. is this. Why? Because the darker people in the world sits on the land, which sits on the resources. This whole reset is nothing but an attempt to take control of the resources where they Listen. physically cannot exist. Listen. They can't Africa. live in Africa. They, they, can't, they can't live in sub tropic regions. They Lowry. can't, but Lowry, they need Lowry, those resources. Okay, Lowry. So they want to Africa. centralize everything so they can control these mm-hmm. resources through AI, get rid of us, because mm-hmm. see, they're dependent on our labor. There's somebody got to go in there and dig that fucking lithium. Somebody got to dig that gold. They can't do it. They'll burn up. They can't. So now they want to introduce AI technology. Once they do Mm -hmm. that, we now become expendable. Okay, let me go on going, Larry. If it's land grabbing, 
why would you save the whole world? I can't look at Africa. I ain't over to Africa. I say, if this land here kill off the last individuals, a.k.a. refugees, by whatever you massage, what they call massagination, mixing motherfuckers, mm-hmm. overpopulate this bitch, and we are nowhere to be found. Because they know the jig is up. That's Correct. what they're trying to do in my eye. Now, I can't say what they're doing in Africa because I heard Africa is with China and Russia. It's the same game. They're doing the same thing there that they're doing here. Okay. But let me ask you this question, though. Why such a vicious attack on America? Because that's because the part I'm us, trying to get you to because see. of us, the the, Thank the, the you. ball now. bounce the ball bounces in our court. If you read I'm on your history, side. and this yes, is what I'm history saying, has a on the books, there. let me get this out. On the Go books, ahead. the last motherfucker they need to take out is the civics, which is the women. That's why they're doing this shit has nothing to do with you and I who are a fraction of a man, refugees on our own land. It's to take out the civic. That's why I teach. I'm trying this, man. I've been, I've been staying with this. This shit makes sense. I see it in business every day. When I go to the fucking bank, I see it every day. I see what the fuck is up. These motherfuckers undercover are trying to make our sisters go crazy, man. And in it, as her children are lost, then these new, why, man, why do you think they populating the shit with all them Easter motherfuckers coming over? Afghanistan's coming over here. Motherfuckers from the south, everywhere, to flood this fucking land because undercover, their rule was up over us. But they're trying to get it again. Right. But you got other well, I can, I can, I can this shit. That. Mm-hmm. They're trying to extend time. That's what they're trying yes. to do. Yes. Yeah, and you can and you can only do that, but you can hold on. But you can only do that by destroying what is already here, and that's what they're doing. You have to just you have to destroy the structure in place right now. So what's the structure that I first said they're trying to kill? What I say the structure was the Constitution. I mean. I mean the con- yeah you said the con- the constitution I mean, and, I'm not, and I agree with that no I, I I'm seeing okay. it they're stepping on it every okay. single day okay um, now as and, I, and they're now using as it and, and and they hold on let me finish G and they used it based on a so-called global pandemic because you had to do something to accelerate it you need to and accelerate who did that shit? you know what you do you know who you know when shit? a fire is burning you need an accelerate who did that we, shit? Uh, it was a, it, it was a combination. Was it? I think it was things. Whose watch was it? It was, it was Obama. Whose what? Obama. <laughs> well, we Obama. Need to the part. I, that nigga he ain't that powerful. He opened up the social G. security for the help to let the <laughs> motherfuckers come in. And that's why we all got what, what they call it when you muffle these motherfuckers. Got diapers on our fucking faces. Universal uh, health care. Now they're working on the money. And that's what Ukraine you know, is Obama all about. Care? You don't. It ain't about Obama. It ain't about no help. It's about to put the motherfuckers in a in an infantile position, aka make them all minors. 
kill all the civvies, mm-hmm. kill all that shit. Break, bank up them, make sure the banks ain't worth shit, make sure the dollar ain't worth shit, and now hit them the fire sale. Because don't think they ain't got loyalists over I say Biden was a loyalist to the fucking empire. That's why he mm-hmm. did some shooting shit he's shooting. Did he not go over to the queen and get instructions when he went to that fucking courtyard? They all do. This motherfucker didn't go inside. He was out there in the fucking parade field with a bunch of armies and shit. The motherfucker was trying to get the last of the land to set this bitch up so they can come over here and rest over here and do their thing. Because now the birthright of mama is gone. Okay. Kill everybody off, make them subjects. Well, that's that's true. They they do want all subjects. Ain't no doubt about that. And and now I'm putting out tied in. Well, I I tied. I mean, I think both you, Mr. Lowry, saying the same thing, saying it in 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 from different perspectives, but ultimately it's the same. And I think we're all saying the same thing at the end of the day. They want to. They want at the end. You saying they want? It's you saying it's niggas. You saying straight up they want to kill niggas. I'm saying they want to kill us because they know where the destiny lies. They know that mm-hmm. shit. We okay. don't know it. We that, don't know it. Work. And part of it, part of the, that's why they want to get rid of Generation X. Because if you got some good sense mm-hmm. and you and you know goddamn well, they are trying to prevent the natural development of where this thing is going to go. And the wow. ball falls in our court. Mm-hmm. We're okay. failing. See, we don't. Mm-hmm. We don't have a counter narrative. And that's why it seems like it's an imbalance because nobody is saying the fucking truth. They got our communities okay. infiltrated with these agents, right? They they, mm-hmm. they 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 got all this toxic ass shit in the schools. They they shooting people up with all this crazy stuff, this DNA altering, mm-hmm. and all and of driving that them crazy. is being successful. Driving them crazy. Don't sound like is now in their court. You I'm said it now. You played the I'm, tape. I'm sorry, man. I got if my, the tape I'm, is I'm, telling love, you, I'm sorry, man. I can't do it. Tape is I can't do it, Lowry. Uni- I can't do it, Lowry. Hold on. Hold on, hold on, G. Hold on, G. Let Cliff finish. Get it out, brother. If the tape that you played from Universal Records is telling you we done cornered the market based on them. So the power is in them, and they keep hijacking our birthright. That's what's happening. And we don't see it. We don't see who we are. Part of we, we, I don't know how we get our memory back. Me, I think this is stemming from a conversation Don and I had Last weekend we mm-hmm. went we went we went there okay. with it, but okay. mm-hmm. I don't know how we regain our memory. I don't know okay, how we mm-hmm. uh, get that 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 knowledge that was wiped out of us or put to sleep back in us. Mm-hmm. Because had we had that knowledge, what we're oh, seeking to happen already exists. I hope somebody was pressed. I hope somebody was pressed the one to come in into. Can I say this now, Lowry? No. I heard you, man. God damn it. Go ahead. All right, here we go. I got this for you. I want to play this because... Go ahead. Go ahead. I just want to say one thing behind that. No. 
Go ahead. I'm going to be ahead. quick. Real quick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I ain't learned nothing mm-hmm. else from the WGAG, I heard Doc say it, and I heard Don said it. If them motherfuckers lay one hand of us, and they kill us off, three or them, what is it, two of them, five of them die. So it's mm-hmm. really destruction of us doing it to ourselves. I'm saying that shit's coming to an yeah. end. They are not going to get the chance to knock us off if we let my Dukes, Mm -hmm. a.k.a. the feminine energy, take his rightful motherfucking position. I'm Mm -hmm. sorry. I got my money. I got my money on on Big Mama, man. I'm not going out like a fucking (laughs) simp. I mean, your wrestling has got something to do with this. this I, I can't change my thoughts. <laughs> yeah, I refuse to let them bitches no act like they greater than Big Mama, man. No, I'm not them saying that. Are going, yeah, listen, man, they, listen, even if nature jumps into this game. The other day, these motherfuckers, right, were skiing somewhere in Spain, and the whole motherfucking sky was brown because the Sahara Desert picked up all the fucking sand and laid it on the snow. They ain't seen that shit, and they don't know how long. Look that shit up. We got nature on our side, uh-huh. bro. I understand. I understand where both of y'all come from. I understand what you said, Gia. I understand what you said, Mister Lai. Like you cannot, um, men cannot ex- remove the, themselves from this situation. I understand what you said. Female energy. I told you, <laughs> men no try to predict shit. Right. Women don't predict <laughs> I'm shit. To... They speak it and the shit happens. Let them keep fucking around. They'll be going back in the ground <laughs> if they ain't careful. In them caves. Oh, shit. Here we go. I'm speaking as I know. I don't fuck around. Right, I'm on Big Mama's coattail all the way. <laughs> fuck them. <laughs> I'm dead. Absolutely. And, I, and, and, and from that standpoint, that goes back to what I, my, my opening was about. Um, it's like I need women to, to really fucking snap out of the, the bullshit, the shit that they participate in, the shit that they ate a, a, a bed, you know, ate in a bed, whether they know it or not. Whether they know it or not. I need, I need bitches to snap out of that. And to me, and, and that's all that was on my head after listening to the Don Nicole Young show. I'm like, like sisters got, we, we amplify, we make a lot of this shit go. I was watching the Nikki. I was watching the Nicki Minaj interview. She sat down with Joe, uh, I forget his name, Joe Button or whatever. But the part that caught my attention is where she was talking about how sisters get slighted on trends that they create. And, and I just extrapolated that, meaning that sisters, we are, we are the culture. We are the, we are the birthers. You know what I'm saying? So, so when sisters get right, which is always to me seem like it's been, it's always been a mission of Don to get bitches' heads right, and I can attest to that because I'm yeah. one who had she got right. It's like a lot of this shit will cease. It it it, it will cease. And um, yeah, that was but that's you know that's that was the shit that I was on earlier today. So but I wanted to bring that now, in, but I do want to. What I'm ahead. saying, mm-hmm. Don, now. What you're, I, mm-hmm. I, I, I hear what you're saying, but I'm saying a mm-hmm. different perspective. It is not us creating that shit. 
we're just the purveyors of it. We're the agents of it. We're carrying that water. We're not creating it. It's just given as such as we think we're creating it, and we think it's no, ours. No, that's why I always say we're the amplifier. We're conduits. We're amplifiers of something that was given. Now, and but I'm not. I am not excusing niggas' behavior. I ain't doing that. Right. No, I don't mean that by all. I, I hope all of them took because these black devils do it on the backs of actually. of niggas that look like you and I. Right. They do it on the backs of niggas that look like you and I, and they poison the fucking well. They poison the well, and like I said, as you get older, you, you see it. You see it more prevalent. You see it. This shit is out of hand. <laughs> I'm like, man, I, mean, I, 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 I saw, I, I saw a video. I saw a video that hurt my fucking heart, man. I saw a video with some some motherfuckers at the gas station. At the gas station, I don't know what other funk these people had, but this was bitches outside yapping their mouths at the gas station and open fire. To see bitches get sprayed down at the fucking gas station, that's the kind of mentality motherfuckers is on out here. And then they hear that sister, oh, I'm shot. She was going, oh, I'm shot. And then they hear go, I'm like, it has gotten confused. It's just like, oh, man, my, my, I, I felt really fucking sick this afternoon watching that. I feel you. I felt and fucking it's being sick aided in the bed and by to my stomach. You know what There's I'm saying? And that's the kind of shit is, that's what's happening. And I hear the online conversation where they be like, these bitches run their mouth. They so masculine, so there's nothing to take their life. It's nothing. They don't think twice. They don't think twice. Mm-hmm. Neff, bitches that's getting shot why... in the street, shot down like dogs. Neff, that's why them crackers love kinetic energy. I'm saying we need to create an interval. This shit sneak up on their ass, and that potential energy, they're going to say, what the fuck happened? And all around, I'm yeah. just saying, the few motherfuckers are falling, but after enough, Neff, I'm just saying, we still got some spirited mad guys, a.k.a. Big Mama's uh-huh. around, saying enough is enough. That shit going to kick in. I agree. I'm willing to put wager on it. I say it's going to kick in. I'm counting on it, mm-hmm. and and, my, and listen. And when I speak like this, I don't want you fake ass niggas to think I'm a simp. I'm a fucking guru. Right. I just know how the tribe really works. <laughs> All right, you bitches thinking oh, is a soft motherfucker, <laughs> nigga. I gotta play the game so I know that she can survive on this shit. So when she casts her fucking stuff, death, death, death. I know the shit is real. I seen it in evidence in my own life. A doctor did some foolish shit to my significant other. That motherfucker is no mm. longer here, Ness. Mm. I believe in that shit. And that's when I'm, if I'm going to have faith in anything, I close my eyes. Mm. I don't see no motherfucking white Caucasian Jesus. I see my mama, man. I'm over that fucking spell. I understand the truth now. Right. I know where they got the writings from. They got it from you. You're going to use that shit on them. Get ready. 
I'm ready, man. I'm being ready. For sure. You know, I'm doing it in my own space and in my own place. Go ahead. Then I want to play this quick. I had a a tough, tough experience this week. You know, Mm -hmm. as we go into the uh, D.C. is heating up politically, you're going into primary season. So my man, Trayon, um, I think y'all seen a lot of pictures. Yes. I help him get in war mm-hmm. He's running for mayor. Yes. Right? So I got I got multiple people. You know, what you going to do? Mm-hmm. With you? Because they want that machine. I don't go cheap. So, you know, I don't dive in early and I don't go cheap. So he's out there doing his thing and his thing. And I get a call. I get a call for, from, from, from one of my team, which is a sister G. And if anybody knows me, my team is uh, – Surrounded by women, so you will yeah, know that yeah. I understand, that's a fact. and that's a, that that's an absolute fact. Uh, so I get a call and say, "Well, your man Trayon, you know, he's getting pretty. He put out a flyer, and you know how you ask for donations to your campaign, and on the bottom of his flyer it has Act Blue. Your donations is going to Act Blue, right?" So those of us who don't know who Act Blue is, that is the funder of Black Lives Matter. So when you donate to Black Lives Matter, it goes to Act Blue, actually. We did that right. on this show. Yeah, right? that's George Soros, so that's, baby. That's so George that, Soros that's that him. big communist yeah. front. So this nigga got on the bottom of his flyer, donate five, $20 to my campaign, and in little letters, it says Act Blue. All the money is going to Act Blue. So then when you go to Act Blue and you look at it and they say we promote Democrat and, and, and progressives and we want to fund their campaigns, it's the way that we fund it, and we only deal mm-hmm. with people who agree to meet our goals as in Act Blue goals. So you got mm-hmm. this brother out there in front of us, because Ward 8 is all black this time, playing the cool role. But then when he, when you see with how he's being funded and where his money is going mm-hmm. to, he's mm-hmm. fundraising for Act Blue because once you give it to Act Blue, that's their money. It's not right. going so to, to uh, the you, campaign for trade. So he's out here fronting for Act Blue, which is a communist outfit, right? You talking about your L- boy, L- right? Larry. Yeah. Larry. Oh Larry. man, I had Larry. the first hold, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. I had the sister. I said, I said, I'm not going to say her name. I said, look, text this mm-hmm. motherfucker and ask him who is Act Blue. Right? I have mm-hmm. the actual test on my phone. The te- Oh, it's just somebody yeah. to help us with fundraising. And I'm like, Act Blue is not just somebody. That's right. probably one of the largest funders of this left yes, communist is. SJW A in progressive the United agenda. States. And if All his money is no going doubt. directly for Act Blue, he's okay. not representing the community. He's okay. representing the goals of Act Blue. Because that's oh, who's right. getting the money. And that's when he's getting his mm-hmm. money, right? So, I mean, you know, I got a call going. I got to calm down before I talk to him. But here's the thing. He's in our community. He's, right. I'm for the people. Yeah, the he people out in war, they yeah. don't know who the fuck Act Blue is. Okay. You see, they don't know what Act Blue stands for. So you over there taking the nickels and dimes and dollars of these black people because they trust in you because see, you have the image. 
You know, you could talk mm-hmm. the talk, you could walk the lingo, but they have no idea that on, not G. only you is got, all got their money going the to a company. What am I doing? G. Okay. You got a lot of noise in the background. Okay, I'll be careful. Okay. Can I say this okay. real quick? All right. I know you said communist, but Act Blue is a 501c4. You don't have to say communist. Just say foreign. Because the United Emory, the United Arab Embassy, I got you. Let me, let me get through it. I'll give it back. So that's the globalist money. It ain't just whatever you think is to the left. It's whoever puts up enough funds because in the 501c4, it's charity. It's, your, it's charity coming into nonprofit territory. And then when, the, when that money gets there, they have a vote to any seat that they can send a lobbyist and identify they put money into the territory of the less fortunate. That's how we got to look at that shit. This shit is wide open. Now. Wait. You wait, 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 wait. No. Did, did, did I just hear that right, G? So you say it. You, you just say that Act Blue, Act One, Act Blue, whatever the fuck they are. Could they, be anybody. You know it's globalist. Yeah, it's it's not. It's, it's not absolutely. It's not they don't serve. They don't. They. Well, that, if global, it's anybody. Globalism. When is, I say global, communism, globalism I mean is communism. I mean globalism yes. is communism. I use but, them interchangeably. But right. Yes. Right. But How could globalism only be communism? What, 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 what is totalitarianism then? Totalitarianism can sign up for five hundred one c four. They all the same to me. All these different okay. names ain't doing nothing but to confuse niggas. Totalitarianism, authoritarianism, right. communism. That's my point. It's all the same. That's right. That's all my point. So I'm saying, whoever's right. kicking the charity of the nonprofit, that's how they found their way in, is now supporting mm-hmm. the individual that know nothing about contractual language as they sign on the fucking dotted line. I agree. That's what. That's the same. You and Lowry saying the same fucking thing. That's what he's saying. He's saying his well, I, I don't want to use the word Don't use the word and then Putin. somebody would say, well, that's a communist. Man, I can y'all got to read that report. Y'all got to read that report. Putin is over there fighting 501c4 in Ukraine. Now, is that See, communist? I mean, that's the globalist agenda. It, okay, it, but it, that it, is Absolutely. Yes, it is. How is that communist? Yeah, it is. Okay. All right. Where's the matter? Is China not involved? Is China? Is, hold on. Okay. I'm going to put it like this. Let me just ask you these questions. Mm-hmm. Is China involved? You is China either. involved? The embassy is involved. France is involved. Okay. I'm asking you a question. Hold on. I'm asking some. Hold on. Is China involved? I don't know, now. Okay. It's whoever is has India the dollar. Hold on, I'm asking. I'm asking the questions. Just simple questions. Is India involved? No, I don't know. You got to look at okay, so, how that person brings that five hundred one c four in. I'd be a fool to say yes. You don't okay. know who the players are. Is what I'm telling you. 
That's you, how you, they you brought usually, that you new can. language in. And you, usually, you, you, you'll, you'll never, and you'll never and know in a 501c. Hold on, G. Hold on. In so. a 501c4, you'll never know who the individuals are. That's the whole point of it. It is to shield them. So you'll, you'll never know that it's Vanguard. You'll never understand that it's BlackRock, and you'll never know who sits on their boards because they're a private company. But private companies can then um, have 501c3s and 4s. That is the dark money, if you want to call it that. Let's call it the white money. I I don't want to call it it the dark money. I think that's what I'm saying. (laughs) It is what you say. You won't know. You don't know. I agree. We're saying the same thing. I think I think what Brother Lowry is saying, and even in myself, it's all interchangeable. He used a word that people are familiar with, which is communism. Yeah. People are familiar with that agenda. They're familiar about what it brings. They're familiar with how it, it operates. That's all. I just think, I mean, I think we're all saying the same shit here. I mean, to suggest that I don't know what a goddamn 50C1, 2, 3, or 4 is, that's just absolutely preposterous. Because I I, I know what they are. I know what an internationalist, I know what a globalist, a totalitarian, authoritarian, all of them are one and the same. Pick a name. Whichever name you feel more comfortable if I say communist, just in your mind, substitute your name for my name, and we're saying the same thing. Now, I was giving mm-hmm. a real-life example of right. something that's close to me, that business is on the floor here. You see what I'm saying? And, and, and I find out that somebody who I've helped advance in their career, mm-hmm. I'm born in Southeast. My mother lives in Southeast. My youngest brother was murdered in Southeast, D.C. So I'm giving you an example of some shit that's close to home. Now, I don't support it, and it goes on what we were talking about earlier. That's why, like, enough you hit a nerve, but it's a good nerve. So mm-hmm. here's this dude. And this is no lightweight. He sits on D.C. City Council. Right? Yeah. So this is not some 501, the position that he holds. He's in an elected position. He's supposedly voted into office based on him representing that demographic. In D.C., we call War A the last frontier because they have thoroughly gentrified the rest of the city. You understand? At the same time, that part of the city, people are being priced out because you got billions of dollars that's forcing redevelopment over there. Billions. People can't mm-hmm. even compete. So this guy has a proposal on my all table. Over the country. I'm glad you he has a I'm proposal on Clifford Lowry's table to come and run this. Right, as many proposals, I, and I'm considering mm-hmm. which which one, you know, and I'm looking at a dude that I consider to be all right with me. Then mm-hmm. I get, you know, 
uh, uh, one of my stars to give me a, a campaign flyer, and it does not say your money goes to the uh, campaign of Trayon White, is what they used to say, or under the treasure for right. Trayon White. It says the money goes to Act Blue. Mm. That's what it says. That money those people are giving their hard-earned dollars to is going to Act Blue. He is an agent for Act Blue. So he's carrying Act Blue water, but water. he's coming right. as right. a community representative. Who are you working the worst for? Ones, baby. That's the worst one. That's, that's the infiltrator. Those are the that's infiltrators what I'm that you speak of. Yeah. People get flipped. They get flipped. They get flipped. They can be a. They can start off with a pure heart, noble cause, real, and with the people, and get flipped. It happens every day. Okay, brother, is now a, a part he of. Just look for. It. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Now. Kings Blue Label. Yeah, I'm saying. So we're looking for an opportunity yeah. on individuals on a on a demographic of a zip code that says they ain't doing shit with this land. All right, let's get the motherfuckers out of there. There's no well, fucking laws in business. Up. If he's a representative of Act Blue, you could represent whoever you want. Say it. Don't well, give the people the a lie. Is what you're doing. And you're doing something else. Now, I'm in a position. Do I expose the brother? See, this is where, like, what you were talking about, what we were talking about earlier, these things that's going on in our community that's uh, perpetuating certain behaviors that's holding the community is a large back to a certain extent. Not all of them, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm, it, it, mm-hmm. It, this shit has got to stop. So now you come up with a situation like that. I hear everything Brother G saying. That's my brother. Let me let me say that mm-hmm. straight up. G yes, my we brother. Are. Mm-hmm. Yes, we and, are. And, 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 and hold on. I again. appreciate. Hold on, G. I appreciate mm-hmm. his point of view. But I'm presenting to a family. Uh, based on, because it just so happened to flow with what you were saying well, earlier, though, now. But here's a mm-hmm. real-life situation, which is a prime example of probably one of our biggest impediments that's mm-hmm. keeping us from positioning ourselves to catch destiny in our laps. There's mm-hmm. a blocker there. There's a blocker mm-hmm. there. You see what I'm saying? Like, that brother's not going to the community. If you want to say internationalist G or 501C4, whatever, he's mm-hmm. not going to the community saying your $20 is going to an international 501C4 and your money can end up supporting that Ukraine, Russian, or whatever they got over there. Mm-hmm. He's not saying mm-hmm. that. You know that, Neff. I know that, and he know that. He's in the community saying, if you donate to me, I'm going to represent your interest, which is a lie, because you don't even control the money once the people donate. Once once they got you on the hook for raising money for them, you become an operative for them. There we go. They then give you the agenda. 
Okay. 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 They okay. give Every you this and say, these are the causes that we think that are most beneficial for those in your community. So now, as you now like you say, you got to carry the water for us. You have you to be now the mouthpiece. Now, I know put that on rap music. Go ahead. Put that same rap. example. Put it on. Ooh, put it on rap. I, yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. So he going in Real there. Right? That's why I was trying to taking, go with the GQ. I tried to break it around. He's going in there taking up <laughs> donations, right? Mm-hmm. After yeah, the right. donations, right? Cause they ain't, it ain't no kitty like a goddamn church plate. After they give the donation, they sign us some paper, ain't they? They're getting signatures, ain't they? Uh, they could they could give you, you a receipt saying they got to. Yeah. That's my point. Kind of the, the money ain't mm-hmm. shit. They just need. They just need. They see that motherfucker doing a roll call. I That's see you, Irish. I appreciate that, Rich. Mm-hmm. He's just doing a roll call. So he's trying to get how many initiations he can find out, and then they run a check on these motherfuckers. Cause they ain't, come on. Do they? I know he's in his only particular district, but what's the, AKA gross annual salary in that district? In Washington, Probably D.C.? Probably 52000 No, in what whatever he's at. What is it? What is it? He's what talking about that he went to. What's the gross average? He's talking about District, he's talking about, he's talking about district 8. What is it? 52000 We'll go. We'll go. I don't know. It may be 60 because Ward 8 gets an unfair deal because mm-hmm. it's a lot of homeowners, so it's not a commercial part of the okay. city. Those people are mm-hmm. home with, you know, you got projects. In That's there. how I count this shit. So, so we, let's say we're we'll so say let's 50, say so we'll say sixty. Yeah, we'll probably okay. say sixty. And, okay. Yeah. And and what and, and watch this. And what's the average of a motherfucker doing well in D.C.? What's the average price of that? Uh, probably ninety G's. No. Ninety. No, no. We like California. You're up over hundred. Mm-hmm. More than ninety. Well. Mm-hmm. For an average, I'm saying. You talking about average yeah, medium for the for the state? Average medium for Where's the territory state, outside but... that ward, around that ward. We'll give you ninety to hundred. We'll give you somewhere like that. Thank you. So that forty, right? What they produce? Some of them, some of them probably got liens and shit. Some property them passed on to the parents or from the parents, and them motherfuckers back in back taxes on that shit. Is it possible? Okay, yeah. I mean, yeah, you can all those things that's why he was talking about home ownership. So 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 come on man. So what are you saying though? No, I need you to be clear. So what are you saying? He's there to take roll call, you said. He's there to take roll call about who's who for that so No. No. The the money ain't shit. What what happened that what it is is if we can relocate motherfuckers and redirect the direction they going into, that's real regentification. Because those people don't fit the area what they're trying to do for that territory. They're probably on the ma- they're probably the last Mohegans, and they ain't really rebuilt anything. What's the average price of maybe that house go for if they sell it, Brother Lowry? Probably half a million. Uh, that area. No, no in District not, 8. District 8. Oh, in Ward 8? Yeah. Oh, they're yeah. up there. I'd Ward say, 8. Uh, well, 300000 would be cheap. Okay. Okay. What be the average price? The property is overinflated in D.C. Period. So I, I got you. you so know. what be the average price? Because I heard Obama's bought a motherfucker for one, what, two, five, ten million low motherfucker. That's on. I know that's 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 on the outside of town. Yeah. The private area. 
Yes, that's over there by the embassies, Massachusetts. That, that's my point. So I'm saying sometimes what, what we're looking at, right, and it's not a redirect. It's just how business is that after a while, because D.C., which ain't really a state, right, it, it, what is it? What is D.C. supposed to be again? District of Columbia is supposed to be what? Help me, brother Lowry. What is it? What's it called? But I'm saying, gee, they don't have to take money. Okay, yeah, because I'm saying they don't have to take money from them to to, to know everything you just asked. Now, they don't. They don't I'm need to collect saying. money from these to, for them to understand what the medium it home price is, what the medium it salary was, is for the people. It wasn't the money. Cause I, you, I mean, because you're saying the that they're, I'm, they, okay, they did a roll call. They just, yeah, I'm saying they did a roll call to know who who's all in the district. That's what it is. But they could, yeah. That's all it is. I'm saying, but then, I, what I'm saying, what I'm saying those, to you, what, I, what I'm saying to you, G, is that they can do that. They don't need Trayon. They don't need Trayon picking up donations. And those who are on programs for now, a campaign, and Neff and those who are on programs in that territory, mm-hmm. that's when that money kick in for those lobbyists to go in and talk shit for those individuals. I am saying he's deliberately mm-hmm. giving a false platform based on I understand that. I his agree. money and where he's working for and what he represents is not is not <laughs> what he's campaigning mm-hmm. on. Is 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 is, is the community gonna come up and a little that's better? Very disappointing. Is, huh? is, I got you. Is the community gonna come up? You see the community coming up in the next five they years. They don't know. Like it takes people like the Brain Trust on WGAD to say, well, Black Lives Matter, I tried to donate, but it sent me to Act Blue. It takes people like us to go to Act Blue, pull their mm-hmm. charter, look at what they, they said they do. I'm not saying they do it. They call themselves progressives. They said they support socialists and democratic issues. That's what their words are. See, the average person is not going to do that. The average person will have a flying idea who Act Blue is. Mm-hmm. And I really shouldn't it just so I happened really that we knew, and then when we sent the uh, message, when I sent the lady over, the lady that I asked him, shit. his response was, "Oh, hey, hey, hold on, y'all. This fucking this mm-hmm. get, this shit is about to cut off, man. My oh, hold on, my internet oh. just went out. Hold on one second. Oh, let me see if I can get it back in time. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Hold on, let me see if I can catch it. Oh, you got a minute? <laughs> oh, it just went. It just it's about to hang up. Okay. I had an inkling of an Y'all idea that this is going to happen like yes. that. I'm saying I had an inkling of an only idea that this is going to be like this. I'm telling you now, the um, I don't know how long it's going to hold. Because it's okay. it's like in place. I've, it's happened in the past. I don't know. I don't know. It can be ten minutes, thirty minutes. It can be in the entire hour of overtime. So I'm just saying. Okay. Um, if it if it abruptly cuts off, that's that's what it is. Um. No, nah, but fuck. Then I can't even play my clip. <laughs> or maybe I can. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> See, I should have <laughs> fucking played it while uh, y'all don't touch anything. going back and forth. <laughs> right. Hold on, let me see if I can play this shit. I probably can't. Uh, Nope, I can't play it. It's being played. Hold on one second. I'm going to play it on my uh, speaker. Does I want to play this here? 
Because it needs to be heard. This is your, your man's Biden. Here we go. Oh, I'm gonna hold on, trying to see if we can hear it. Hold on one second. I don't know. All right. Here we go, y'all. You know, we are at an inflection point, I believe, in the world economy. Not just the world economy, in the world. It occurs every three or four generations. As one of the the top military people said to me in a secure meeting the other day, 60 60 million people died between 1900 and 1946. And uh, since then, we've established a liberal world order and that hadn't happened in a long while. A lot of people died, but nowhere near the chaos. And now is a time when things are shifting. We're going to there's going to be a new world order out there, and we've got to lead it. And we've got to unite the rest of. The- uh, did y'all hear it? Mm-hmm. Did y'all catch what he was saying? Let's listen one more time. Well, we are at an inflection point, I believe, in the world economy not just the world economy, in the world. It occurs every three or four generations. As one of the the top military people said to me in a secure meeting the other day, 60 60 million people died between 1900 and 1946. And uh, since then, we established a liberal world order, and that hadn't happened in a long while. A lot of people died, but nowhere near the chaos. And now is a time when things are shifting. We're going to, there's going to be a new world order out there, and we've got to lead it. We've got to unite the rest of the free. Hold on one second. Let's just hit my head for a second. All right. Me? Ness, that was okay. the voice. Okay, can you hear me? Yes, Ness. Mm-hmm. That, was the voice, mm-hmm. that was the voice of a loyalist. To who? Not to America. It, 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 it's not to your Protestant folks. <laughs> it, it ain't no loyalty to the Protestants. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> to the British Empire. <laughs> right. This is their last no, he, he keep, Yeah, he keeping it a buck. I, I, I give him props for that. He keeping it a buck by saying that, um, yeah, it's time. And, and it's coming. And we want to be the leaders of it. That's a lie. That's the part, that's where he lying. When he said, we got to go out and lead it. You ain't about to lead shit. America is... Depends uh, on who uh, we is. That's, that's the objective. His we could mean oh, something oh, oh, different. Oh, we? Yeah, sure. his we could mean something real different. His we is not what he, he pretends it to be. His we yes. is not what he is trying to portray it Correct. as. It ain't a... a yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Now that's where Brother G is a hundred percent. What he's talking about is the it's the uh, diminishing or the destruction of the Constitution because and for, for them to be in, right for them to be able to bring in this new order that is the, what they're trying to do and that that goes to your point, Mister Lowry. That's to prolong prolong their stance, knowing that their time is up. So if they know that their time is up, they have to they have to be able to create they have to reset. I got a better word. I got a better word than the Constitution. Go ahead. Liberty. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's that's the same thing to me, no doubt. Liberty. And no doubt about that's, it. But that's that's all they had over here. That's why they were independent. They about to take these the motherfuckers' part, liberty. I I ain't mad at it. no way. You I mean, at I mean, it. I know. It, it ain't no matter, but they're, they're doing their darndest. They're doing their darndest. Like I said, these It may be, it may be to our interest. I don't women. know, but I tell, yeah. I tell you one thing. I'm going to do this shit the right way. I'm gonna, I, I tell you hey. what, I'm going to be looking for wisdom all day long. Because I'm going to be one of these poop up motherfuckers sitting out here thinking I got this shit in hand. I already know. You no, we won't, we, won't, well, we, won't be like, we won't be like the masses uh, regardless of which way they go. Whichever, whichever, however this shit shakes out. Us, I'm sure, I'm, I'm more than certain that us here are not going to cave and, and live the way of everybody else is about to be living or they living now. We already know that and how they're about to live. What I'm saying is um, the part that, to me, that was most intriguing is the 60 million dead he speaks of during that time of the creation of the liberal war, world order that he said. He, that's that's what my antennas peaked up at, is the 60 million dead in between the time, and so they were able to set a new world order. And notice he said 46, right? Ready? Mm-hmm. Trilateral. He, he said, said what? He said from 1900 to the 46, right? Mm-hmm. 1946, okay. right? Trilateral. Right, right, right. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's the rebuilding of the British Empire. Now that that's what that shit was. It's that that, that sixty million dead in between. <laughs> that's that's what caught my fucking attention. <laughs> well, you know, you know they're, they're, the uh, ends they, justify they the out. means. Right. The ends justify we, the means. That's what he's saying. Absolutely. So we so, got to kill all how, a whole bunch of y'all to bring it about. We're just gonna kill Exactly, and so how do they want to do it? They're individually doing it on every, basically almost every continent. In particular, America, Europe, and uh, yeah, all uh, countries that have, uh, like G said, they actually have um, ties to the British Crown. Uh, Australia, um, the Norwegian um, countries and shit like that. But um, look what they got going on. Look at look what's happening here. Look what they starting to do in the states. That's why I, I think I said that we before last. Look what they're doing. You pay attention to what they're doing in the states now, because they're going to give the illusion, illusion that they're rolling things back. To me, right. that's illusionary. That shit's not. To me, it's not not real, real. Right. This is to get people to relax and get those who who know who see the game to get them to relax too. They trying to get us to relax mm-hmm. and not you know and be like okay shit is going back to normal. But when you start looking on that state level, look at these governors have still yet to give up their emergency power. So that's what I look at. I don't give a fuck what comes out of. Gavis Newsom's mouth about anything else. Why you ain't relinquished that power, that emergency authorization power that you had? You ain't gave that up. And he ain't. <laughs> That's yeah, what I'm saying. I, 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 
Now, if I want to do this, and I know it shouldn't because, mm-hmm. you know, you shouldn't put personal information out there, but I'm just doing it like this, right? So you in the real estate mm-hmm. a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. You know what an equity loan is, right? Of course. So I go to this motherfucking bank that I, that I know brothers started. Didn't brothers start Citizen Bank? I'm not sure. That's okay. That I don't know. Okay. That's okay. That That's Okay. The brothers, people of color started that shit, and I don't know who bought them off. It don't even matter, right? So I go in that mm-hmm. motherfucker and say, yeah, I want to pull an equity loan. I want to put a junior lien on some property. You know what the motherfucker said? What's that? We don't do equity lo- They said, we don't do equity loans anymore. I said, what? A lot we of them eliminated equity loans. A lot of a lot of banks eliminated, eliminated equity loans when the, when the pandemic hit. They did it. They know for real, real talk, G. They did it when the pandemic hit. They they cut. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you, it's two things that happened on the finance. Let me no no. Let me let me. This goes to what you're talking about. Two ahead, two ahead. major things happened. Two major things happened during that time. Many banks got rid um got rid of their line of equity, and credit cards started to take away people who had really high openings. Who don't use it, slice it. How do I know? Because it happened to me. I have an uh, American Express card that had a $10,000 credit limit, an cred- uh, uh, open line of uh, 10000 I don't use that card very often. I do it just to – I have it just to um, to show. You know what I'm saying? I buy shit like $40 a month, and, you know, I, I put, like, one, my, my fucking Netflix and all that shit on that card. But the opening was 10000 What they did – Boom, they cut that shit off by by sixty percent. Now it's only four grand. For no yeah, reason no reason at right. all. But this is this this is one of the things that financial institutions are were doing during that time and a lot of banks got rid of their line of equity. They want to make sure your ass can't get out of anything if you are underneath anything. They want to make sure you don't have access to your home, your yeah. equity in your home. The, well, they ahead, don't mind you. Mm-hmm. They don't mind you putting a lien on a lien. Mm-hmm. But they on some shit that you don't pay for, you can't borrow off that motherfucker. And everybody else, and the Federal Reserve get to buy up shit. Does that mm-hmm. make any sense? Yeah. No, it doesn't. But, but they always want to. But they always want to make it difficult for the for the everyday folk, regardless of but what now, you what yes, you think now, you have, what now. you think you have. No, they don't mean that, right? Mm -hmm. That Mm -hmm. equity shit started when they did the first bankruptcy and they brought in Social Security. And equity law is no more than colorable law. That's why they used some statutory laws in order to go ahead and stop an individual. And now the laws that you're looking for, Neff, are in the Uniform Commercial Mm -hmm. Code laws. So now you got to find the loophole to how to get your fucking equity through UCC laws. Because the common law, they're trying to kill. The common law is your constitutional law. That's what Mm -hmm. I'm trying to show you. Because all common law is dealing with what? Real estate. Mm -hmm. So they're trying to kill the common law to what you're entitled to, a.k.a. commercial law. So the Mm -hmm. language is not really dead. They just transformed it over into uniform commercial code law. Yeah, and then they, and then they consolidated. The banks consolidated, started to consolidate, or I should say, like I said, get rid of things. A, a lot of banks, a ton of banks, got rid of their line of equity. It was like we're not doing them anymore. 
I went and I got because the loan. They want, that's what I'm saying. Now, if I got the loan, yeah. oh, I had to go up. show a them. A lot of people. I had to go, now, mm-hmm. I had to go show them go the uniform commercial where they cannot mm-hmm. take away my opportunity under the, the commercial law of common. Mm-hmm. So they're talking two languages is what I'm saying now. Right, okay. So what they do, okay. it says so do you need to, to, hey. Man, I love the Don, man. She got me started on but this do you need to, you need to, um, hey, G with this I'm, shit. I got, got it. That's inf- that's I got it. I just had to go in another direction. I got I, the, I I got the internet. That's what's up. I'm saying that's a beautiful thing. You're saying you had to but go about non-traditional. Go ahead. I'm saying you had to go non-traditional means to uh, to get that money, to get a hold of your equity. Everybody not privy to that. So I need you to fucking, I need you to tell people how to do that. Because to yeah. me, if you're not telling, if, you're, if you ain't telling people how to do it, then what the fuck are you yeah, saying it for? I need you, you to tell people how to really, do it. I, like I said, I really didn't want to put my business in. We'll, we'll do it another day because I know you're short. All so right, now, cool. Here's my point. Cool. Mm-hmm. Here's my point mm-hmm. now. My point is mm-hmm. they're changing the language again, and we ain't prepared for it. That's all I'm saying. They don't know. Yeah, you can never be prepared if you don't know. You don't know what you're looking at. So statutory so are no so more than changing. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, go ahead. Finish your saying. Statutory is no more than changing rules and regulations every day, a.k.a. amended within these states. But undercover, mm-hmm. that Constitution ain't dead. They want to put us under the illusion that it's dead. Mm-hmm. Like, y'all get back in the house because the, 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 this, this, this thing is coming again. Mm-hmm. They're silencing the people. Okay. And before we know it, we're going to sign our birthrights away again. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm trying to. But only, yeah, okay. Well, then that comes from from knowing. And 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 nobody said it better than Doctor York to say you have to make it your business to know. So that's all I try to do. I try to know what the fuck's going on, and um and share that. So hopefully within maybe the next show next you can tell somebody how to go about that. When 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 the bank is saying they don't administer. They don't have that program anymore. When they're saying we've done away with the um, line of, of equity, that's important. So, to, to some, so for some people, that is their lifeline. That is their savings, is their line of equity in their homes. Because a lot of people are ca- don't have the cash flow, but they have equity. And so I'm saying they like to play TikTok, the fucking game is locked. I've seen it do it. I've seen it happen twice in my adult life, and they're doing it again. As you see the Fed getting ready to raise interest rates, and they claim that they want to do it seven times before summertime hit. Seven raises of interest rates. What does that mean for everyday people? It means you can't participate, motherfucker. The rest of y'all ain't going to be able to participate, especially if your finances ain't on fleek. That's what they're doing down at the Fed. That's what uh, Jerome Powell is doing and then getting ready to do. And he's telling everybody, I'm about to do it. 
So it's to put a tighten, it's to put quantitative, not easing what they've been doing, which is print money and doing all this shit. It's called, it's, what is the opposite of quantitative easing, uh, Mr. Uh, Lowry? Help me out here. What is it, quantitative uh, something? It's the quantitative easing, and the, it's the opposite. They tighten shit up. They tighten And it's only a few... Only certain certain amount of folks will have access to, to get hold of things, to, to make shit go. And as a result, they're going to say that the economy is slowing down. And therefore, this is how you create recessions. This is how you create it. This is how it's And it's going to wipe out your equity, yes. <clears throat> and depending on where you live, depending if you are a homeowner, and depending on where you live, they can wipe out your equity up to 40, 60, 70%. Yeah. I've seen it happen. I've seen it happen. I lived through that now because I've owned two homes. Mm-hmm. The first one, I, I dealt with that one when it went under because um, they cut the, the volume of the home. And then the, then the house became, we owed more than the house was worth. You see? They're going to get a lot of people like that. It depends on where you live. I live in the Bay Area. Oakland during Oakland in 2006 took a major hit. Properties dropped 40% in value in all, basically, where niggas lived. If you want to keep it up, a buck, East Oakland. Yeah, we found. That shit didn't, that shit didn't happen in the, in the Oakland Hills. It happened in East and West Oakland. You go down to the, to the South Bay or the Silicon Valley, you know what the percentage of their home properties dropped? Five percent, but in Oakland it was forty. You see, so a house that you, you, was back that, then that worth four hundred thousand was now worth uh, four, or was that was worth four is now worth two seventy five. Um, Neff, UCC three hundred eight. Look mm-hmm. into that. Start studying mm-hmm. into that. Um, dealing with the mm-hmm. waivable rights. Um, that goes for as a reservation of rights, a.k.a. waivable rights or a claim. But, so this is going to be homework. Can't be scared of it because mm-hmm. we, mm-hmm. we don't know the language. Mm-hmm. But it's okay. It's okay. A little bit at a time. Okay. No doubt. But I'm just saying that's what you're getting ready to see, y'all. I just gave y'all a precursor to what's about to happen in this economy, they try they 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 spooking people with these with this gas shit running running that up under the false pretense that it got something to do with that conflict. It ain't got shit to do with that conflict, it's as I told you a uh, week before. It's intentional. They actually um, they had a slip of the tongue. A lot of people didn't catch it that they said they were purposely restricting oil. America mm-hmm. here through his policy. Purposely restricting. Mm-hmm. All right, and so on. The next one is to create a, a, a recession. And how do they do it? They do it by raising the interest rates. Depending, and if they do it extremely fast, it's going to have a, a hell of a ripple effect. Now, some people it ain't going to hurt at all. I say it ain't. I, I, I'm, I'm like it ain't gonna hurt me, you know. Or it ain't gonna hurt a lot of people, but some people it is. <laughs> it, it just is. You know what I'm saying? Um, the rate of inflation is what ten percent right now, maybe eight. I think it's higher than that. I think it's double that. Okay. 
Yeah, because they take things out that should be right. in it to keep it low. You want to talk about the supply chain is fucked up, so they can raise where well, they can raise the 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 cost. All to put a strain on the American people on the dollar to, to crash it, so they can institute this new shit. Is he saying? Is he saying it's coming? Sometimes you gotta you gotta take what a motherfucker say at. As what they're saying, because sometimes these, you know what I'm saying, they don't all, they're not always trying to deceive all the time, right? Does he's telling you it's coming? So now, it is a new world order out there. We know that. Yeah. So, but but now, now this is what I'm suggesting. I'm saying that Ukraine is a test run. So we already know that shit's going to happen, but it's just the ideal. Of how they going about it to the people not understanding that's for individuals who want to sign their name to it, right? Now you can't make the private sign their name to that shit. All right, right, right. So right. everybody's not inclusive, and private is no more than that. I just choose not to accept any charity from these motherfuckers. So whatever we got to do to get our hustle line. I mean, we hold out to the last Mohegan until we make sure we understand what the fuck is going on. This shit is not going to go the way they want to. It's all about making the motherfuckers starve now. War is all about if I can create a famine, make the motherfuckers hungry, they'll sign for anything. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, what, that's the whole ploy. Hunger comes in many shapes, too. It ain't just actual food. I understand, food. family. Agree. Well, go that's ahead. right. That's right. Neff mm-hmm. is raising uh, an excellent point. When we put all of these things together, right now, this shit is far from business as usual. Never in the short history of the United States have we seen such a steep rise in pricing across the board. Mm-hmm. They got us looking at gas, but your food is off the chain now. Now they're about mm-hmm. to dump trillions or more into the market which is now going to make prices go up even more. The other day, today, Russia oh, yeah. just told them motherfuckers, if you want to pay us, we're not taking no more dollars. we taking mm. rubles. Why? Right. He said we want the petrol. Did he say we want yeah. to go with the, the, the petrol? The, no, so or they want to dump the petrol dollar. That's, hold they said they want to dump the petrol dollar, right? Who started the petrol? I don't know. Well, well the point being, we, we, I, I don't know who started it, but the Nixon point being that, that the everyday uh-huh. average person, like us real folks, you know, gee, because some of us, I haven't attended a Bilderberg meeting ever, and I don't <laughs> even know if they would invite me because I probably wouldn't know what the hell to say. <laughs> I'm going to say the wrong thing. I'm not going to be in the club. Like, fuck you talk about? But what I'm saying, us everyday folks, those those energy prices, those food prices, and then with your dollar declining in value, clothes prices, everything, all of that is not a rise in price. A lot of it is the decline in the worth of your dollar, all mixed together, yeah. and right now, if you put all those things together, it's fucking not looking good. It's not I'm looking use good. The, I'm going to use their all. language. 
You I'm see what use, I'm saying? I'm, I'm use, uh, I, I, I hear you, Larry. I'm going to use their language. They're going to fuck around and wake up the Titans. And then they wake this motherfucker up. They're going to realize they made a grand mistake. Because there's no way we're coming under that shit again. I guarantee you. I'm willing to wage on that shit. Mark what I'm saying. Definitely there's always uh, uh, the sunshine comes after the rain as long as the sun is in that sky. When the clouds yeah. dissipate, it's shining brightly. But in the interim, you know, I will be disingenuous to tell anybody that we don't have a thunderstorm that we're about to go through. Yeah. I will be very, I will be unrealistic and I will be disingenuous. When you see these numbers lining up like we're seeing, I mean, I, I, it, it's never been this way before. The guy cut off all the goddamn oil now. <laughs> I know. I, I don't think he people catch that. <laughs> if this motherfucker said we purposely restricted we the production. Purposely. I, Man, he told the people to eat bugs the other day now. Oh, if you want to save energy, start eating bugs and all of this Bill Gates shit. That no, they, they didn't. Up. Did they? Re- yes, they no, they did. Let me let me find the article. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they told people to kill their dogs and shit. Like you, you may want to look at your pets now. Yeah, you may well, want to look did, at your pets. I, well, well, I did see um, Don post uh, <laughs> post something that was talking about uh, dog meat, like like cuts of uh, was it cuts of dog or something, some kind of some shit. It was a cut in either dog or some shit. I think it was, was dog. dog. So was they, dog they, they, like squirrel? Because I remember Don said I, we I, may have to eat a motherfucking squirrel. So dog tastes like squirrel? I, I don't know, but on, I, I know them I, Southeast. I, I, I know, I I know, I know the Chinese. I know the Chinese and Southeast Asians eat dog on the regular. That I do know. I said do they eat squirrel? Because I heard a conversation I, I over here at WGAG. We may have to go I back to eat motherfucking squirrel. I said squirrel. I didn't say dog. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm done. Well, that's a possibility. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. a possibility. I, I don't know. I've never, I never had I'm, squirrel. Listen, never, the cra- never, the never. craziest uh, thing I've ever had was snake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Puerto, Puerto Rico did their best to hold out. I mean, that's only a little island, you know, and they got fruit all the way around them, right? And this is what they kept saying to America. And America said, look, in order for y'all to come on, y'all got to kill culture. Puerto Rico said, we're not killing culture. <laughs> now, Puerto Rico held out for a reason. So once they kill your culture, then you motherfuckers don't know what to do but to depend on them. I'm saying we don't know how to snap back and get ours. Are we going to be that drastic that we're going to be wolves being in the street talking about feed me, feed me? Or are we going to motherfucking do what we need to do to survive this motherfucker? Uh, I, I, yeah, I, I don't yeah. know. I, I ain't <laughs> never been pessimistic. That's a good question. <laughs> I ain't never been pessimistic, man. I ain't never been pessimistic. I ain't got time. I can't let my children see me do that shit. And if you motherfuckers want to go that far, let me at the end. And if you motherfuckers want to go that far to put a bullet in me, find some righteous shit, like I said, Mm -hmm. like my boy Doc said, get ready for five of you motherfuckers to die because of a righteous motherfucker standing up with it. I ain't going on on my knees. Fuck them. (laughs) I'd rather let, what do you say, my nigga? I'd rather, 
don't know. I, don't, I usually have a, a and I suspect a lot of people are going to do what they have to do to survive. Uh, and as we've been saying for the past couple of weeks, just you know, we just need to begin to simplify those appetites. You know, simplify how we live in. Um, because that's going to be the first round to catch the hit, those who have unconstrained desires and appetites that cannot be controlled. <laughs> they're going to bring you to your knees through those appetites. Uh, but you raise a good point. You know, the economic indicators aren't good at all and getting worse. I mean, uh, I, I mean, I already see what they, what they, what they cooking up and, and what they got for the masses. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you ever trying to break a spirit, break the spirit of a nation, hit them with a, a global so-called pandemic, followed by a war, that eventually America will jump all the way in. Don't be fooled. Right. Like, we ain't really doing nothing. We just sending it. They <laughs> they're gonna get in that shit. Trust and believe. It's only a matter of time. We're and, um mm. right and um <laughs> right um and um. Then comes the um, domestic uh, financial upheaval. Yeah. I mean, that's 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 a hell of a trio. Mm-hmm. That's a hell of a trio. That's a that's a real trifecta right there. So I'm saying they they trying to break these these folks so they can say we'll take whatever you handing out. If you handing out the right. federal digital dollar, so be it. If you Saying that we need a social credit system, so be it. If you're saying we restricted on the amount of electricity we can use until we turn over the grid, so be it. They will acquiesce to everything. Mm-hmm. That's what they want. That's called full submission. That's called breaking a motherfucker. When you break them, yeah. then you become the nurturer to heal the broken. They're eating mm-hmm. out of your hand. They will eat out of your hand. Hell yeah. That's all I'm saying. That's all. Okay, just give, give me some corn, boss. What that's their goal. <laughs> that's their goal here mm-hmm. in this country. Right. That's all. Here. In good old U.S. of A. Nah, but Can we start taking that Constitution too seriously now? I was like, man, we got to speed this thing up because they actually think. <laughs> you know what I mean? Our Constitution right. think we got the right to freedom of expression, but that ain't stopping them from motherfucking banning people from, you know what I'm saying, from any type of platform is not stopping them right. at but all. You know what I'm saying? California, you know what I'm saying? California got some shit on the ballot right now that they trying to bring into this next session where you can't even flip houses no more, basically. Damn. They don't want you making a dollar because of these mm-hmm. high-ass prices out here. Yeah, you can, right. you can make a quick 60, 70, 100 grand in a, in a, in a flip just on paperwork. Mm-hmm. I ain't gotta I ain't gotta lift a nail, I ain't gotta hit a hammer, and I ain't gotta use an electrical saw. But I can come up real fucking quick by one real estate deal in the state of California as people can do in other places as well. It's not ex- exclusive to California. I'm talking about places where properties are extremely high. 
the medium home price in this in the Bay Area is a million dollars. Houses in the hood, I mean the hood, go for half a million now, four hundred to five hundred thousand in the fucking so-called hood or war zones, as they like to re- investors like to call them, the war zones. When they shoot them up, bang bang. But the house that his grandmama owned is worth four hundred fifty thousand dollars. So I'm saying they want to make it hard. They want to raise the level of bar of entry for a lot of people. This is what, the, to me, the progressive and overall agenda is. When I heard Mr. Larry talking about the shit that they want to do gentrification but, and price people out, mm-hmm. that sentiment is the same all over the nation. Right. Who Who... Who got all this money, y'all? Who got all this motherfucking money to go ahead and, and buy these houses that hit the market and in one week they gone? Right. It ain't everyday, been, folks, because I know what it takes to get along. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I'm saying this is private. This is private money. This is private money. This is Vanguard. This is BlackRock. This is all these people snatching up properties, paying. 20, 30% over asking to warp, to warp the, the, the market, right? And now what you got coming on the backs of that, you got the, the Fed raising interest rates. So, again, everyday folks then, again, won't be able to get the loan, to get the house, to be able to amass some level of equity, a.k.a. cash dollars. Mm-hmm. That's what they're doing out here. So California puts on the ballot. We don't, we don't want people. We don't want you flipping houses. You got to pay. Basically, what they're doing is, 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 a, is in, uh, putting on a 60% tax on house flippers, in essence, 60% tax. Does that go for them Latinos and Afghanistans and them, them, them Ukrainian motherfuckers? Come on everybody, in, everybody. They all, everybody. They all coming. Every fucking body. Yeah, they won't be able to flip shit. They won't be able to flip shit out here unless they got so they come in with a million dollars in their back pocket. Mm -hmm. Not not in the state of Cali. I don't know if it will pass, but I know that shit's on the ballot. I just read it the other day that that's what they're putting forth. Yes, J one is essentially a sixty percent tax on people who can who buy a home and don't live in it longer than two years. Because, you know, house flippers, you, you, you don't stay in them houses. You, you, you fix, you buy right. them to flip them. You sell them. Right. I say, I say, you know? I say them private motherfuckers don't fuck around and make a new brand uh, of, of goddamn piratism. Because you keep fucking around, you don't think that innovators oh, yeah. <laughs> not going to come to the top. Because these motherfuckers, listen, man, you can't push a starving mm-hmm. motherfucker into the corner. They better be careful. They may not like what the fuck is coming. Remember now, America's the last motherfucking territory that still owns a lot of motherfucking lead. Mm-hmm. It ain't going to be easy. That's all I'm saying now. It ain't going to be as easy as they think it is. Oh, well, nothing ever is. But that, yeah, but they, they go for the gusto. And, and and now um, it's kind of like a little perfect storm. What's up? 
Some southern states yeah, are changing that, that's their not laws. True. You had yours. Yeah, you already Some know southern states are changing their laws. You got to go ask. Mm-hmm. Say again, G. I'm sorry, I was talking. Some southern states are changing their laws as we speak because they ain't falling for the dumb shit. I agree with that. That's happening. That's happening. I I, I don't know if you're going to see another great migration back to the south for Fanubian folks. It, it would be something, but um, I don't. I mean, it's happening in in some in, in, in just in some instances. Yeah. Go ahead, y'all. Is that it? Did the show drop? You, you oh, know, no, no, go ahead. Up. I was talking you to know, my son. Go ahead. I, 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 I agree with G that, you know, things aren't always as simple. And they've been trying this shit for thousands and thousands of years and have not been successful in their endeavor to, I don't know what they're trying to do. They're, they're never satisfied. They ne- they never, they're not going to be satisfied until they're eliminated. That whole fucking spirit and mindset got to be eliminated. They've been doing it for a long time, so not to say that they will be successful, but also at the same time, you got to keep an eye wide open on where things are at. You know, um, I found that, you know, in life sometimes challenges are, are a lot easier to deal with if you know the challenge that's in front of you. Like if you, if you don't see the, the challenge in front of you, uh, I don't care how op- optimistic you are. You know, you run into that brick wall, man, you do book, you, you through booking. Uh, you, you're banging your head up against a brick wall. But, uh, you know, just knowing where things are at, you know, it it, it helps bring a little bit clarity. Uh and and, and and like I said, I go, you know, I try to go to the root of this thing because it's getting too hard to, 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 to follow all of these branches and all of these agendas and, and all of these narratives. Um, you'll go crazy. You know, you got the LGBTQ, TSDW on one hand. It's a, it's a pandemic. It's not a pandemic. Three shots, four shots, five shots, Russia. Uh, those of us who came up through the 80s and 90s, hell, our whole childhood was spent in fear of Russian of bombing us any minute now, so it's not like this is a new narrative. Um, actually, it's a very old narrative. Um, and trying to follow all of that stuff, man, can can sort of take us off point, you know, and when 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 I personally am looking at the root of the thing, it's it's all going down, you know, to the same thing. You know, we have a power structure who is sitting on the fucking house of cards, and they they destroy their own world, right? You know, they was the ones printing all that funny ass money and poisoning and stuff and poisoning the earth and digging all down into the core of the earth with no end of sight, uh, uh, poisoning the water supply, you know, uh, uh, poisoning babies, and, and they coming up with autism and, you know, giving us GMO food that has created another issue that talks. They did that shit, right? So they're crumbling under the weight of what they did. 
Um, this, this this is their world. Our challenge will, will be how to stay the fuck up out their world, but also with common sense be able True. to do the necessary things so we can navigate, you know, to the other side, you know, and if it's we not us, our children, right. and continue to thrive mm-hmm. for generation mm-hmm. to generation to come. Now, in doing that, sometimes we just have to face some tough, tough truths. You know, um, and and unfortunately, you know, uh, now if we have we have enemies in our midst. We have to start exposing these these enemies. We we got to get them the fuck away from. Mm-hmm. We got to give them the power to 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 whatever yeah. dispensary that's giving up those shots. Let's give them a go to CVS and get a shot free card. We're going to encourage them. <laughs> go get your shot. Right, if that's the easiest way to move that, because I'm telling you now, we are some very special, special people, because we're the only ones who can bring in a brand new world, because they stripped everything, they stripped our memory, they stripped it, so we could start fresh, right? And then we can build it up. That Constitution, G, it was written there. The problem is they are trying to prevent for, from it from coming into fruition because it was never in fruition. Let's not act no. like uh, I can no. say, hold on, I'm going to give it to you because we're going to keep it real. And I want to, like, bring this down to fucking earth. Let's not act like the average one of us can go in front of that that wicked justice system and then say, here, here's my constitutional right. And that judge won't clock the hammer, screw your constitutional rights, and send your ass to jail. So let's not act like just because I say the Constitution that these same enemies who are intentionally injecting people with uh, some weird-ass synthetic DNA altering acid combination is going to somehow turn around and respect me because I said I have the right on that constitution. If that was the case, we wouldn't fucking be in this mess right now. So if we think standing on a a, a criterion that the same people are trying to kill us created, then we just chasing our goddamn tail. And that's all it is. And and, 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 and until we stop chasing our tail now, this is this is where it's at. But right now it's for keeps. It's for keeps. If you're mm. in a black urban area, you're out in Oakland, Neff can tell you. If you're in Jackson, if you're in Birmingham, oh my God, down Birmingham. You go down Birmingham now that's changing from an old country town to one of these blue urban enclaves. They are displacing us, 90 going north at, 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 a, at a record speed, and all of that is being swept under the rug because we're looking at some goddamn Ukrainians who've been over there fighting since 700 A.D. <laughs> like, what the fuck? They've been fighting for a long time over there. 
and they will continue to fight because their whole history is nothing but a fight. But as far as us, us here, you know, we have to find a way. You know, we have to find a way to get out of that mess and with prudence, you know, move forward and uh, for our family, you know, so we go on the other side. I mean, this shit is fucking crazy. Now, when I got my main man that's up there hustling for the fucking act blue, this shit is crazy. Yeah, I know that's, I know that's, I know that's wild, Mr. Larry. I, I don't know how, how you want to approach him, like. What do you think? I'll call Dom tomorrow. I'll call Dom on her show tomorrow. Okay. Hell, I don't mean no harm, man. But when you use that word constitution, I listen to this master teacher, and she don't like calling herself that. She said that shit was no more than prostitution. I ain't counting that motherfucker, man. (laughs) Okay. I already know where I go. Listen. The Constitution, man. We broke that shit down a long time ago. That's no more than prostitution. We understand that shit wasn't written for me. It was an illusion that the emancipation turned around and said, nigga, you invited. Because you never opened the Freeman's Bureau, remember? I ain't going to go back there. Let that shit go. You gave my rights to Sarah. (laughs) Now, if Sarah wants to go up in that motherfucker and make a comment, then I'm well. But other than that, I'm on a different kind of hustle. I'm on the sweat of my brow. I'd be for goddamn these motherfuckers just take the shit just to be taking it. Say, so what are we going to mm-hmm. do next? And if she ain't got an idea, I'm going to get out there and hustle. Because I think I still got culture. How about that? Now, that's a word they don't like using yes, anymore. But I'm going to use that word right now. I think I still got culture because I'm my mama's child, man. Mm-hmm. Too much motherfucking ancestry went for for me to just lay down because he be scared of the spookism. I ain't got time for that shit. My children yeah. are watching, man. <laughs> I'm just that, saying, hey, brother. For real. And I'm not counting on no motherfucking paperwork. What I'm counting on is souls that can see me and I see them. And we give a wink and we know what to do. We know how to do this shit, man. You think my fear is all about not being able to eat? Don taught us how to motherfucking eat off of air. <laughs> Ain't shit wrong with that. Nigga, your children, you your children can't shit, eat air, man. nigga. See, your children can't eat air. Listen, all I got to do is go back to one of the recordings and, and stay <laughs> up and whatever my boss gave me one day. Because I'm a real... So, listen, man, that's my Don, man. That motherfucker's a brilliant mind. Pass on whatever she had to pass on. I'm grateful. The shit I've been hosting, now I don't like when she beat me up and say I ain't doing enough, but I'm holding it down. Will a motherfucker look like me? She said that today. I ain't outside the camp. So I mm-hmm. think, goddamn, I just sit around and let a motherfucker think. They're going to run me into the ground, make me be scared. I ain't got time for that shit. Nigga, we ain't, t- we ain't talking about that motherfucker. Well, this time, motherfucker, Maury just got through saying about me. Like, it sound like God, too, she's going to find a fucking jail. I don't care about that motherfucker. Everybody know, man, G. G, just said what he said. Now, you going to team up with him and because what the way I speak? G, you think he's talking about you? You think yes, when I talk about you, when he said he you, said, Gee, I, I understand. You think that Constitution is going to give you motherfucking presidents? You wrong. 
Coach, you keep bringing up the Constitution, G. I'm only showing you what these motherfuckers were the using. They were using that for business. The motherfucking empire is saying, we don't want to use your type of paperwork no more because that paperwork came from us anyway called Blackstone. So these motherfuckers now only know one thing. And I hate Man, to say it all I'm saying to me is you brought no. up Constitution. I didn't bring I'm up Constitution. You, exactly. you, you, you brought up liberty. You brought up the Constitution and liberty. To show you that the yes. empire, a.k.a. the exactly. globalist, is tearing down the last dollar. That's the only way these motherfuckers be able to print their own shit. That's all we've been talking about. Let me finish. Let me finish. Where, 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 where's the confusion? Let me finish. You I'm trying to figure out Let's, where the confusion is. Let me finish because you ain't quiet. Now, if I had to take this shit all the way to 360, I came from the beginning and told you what the whole shit's all about. I am not going up against mm-hmm. the motherfucking bricks to be our ICS. Mm-hmm. These motherfuckers trying to see who's going to print the money next. That's all that shit is. And undercover. Yeah, right they're creating now, a new. They get, they're creating a new economic system altogether. We know that. We know that. Now the mm-hmm. only way they get to print that shit is to destroy that constitution, create another bankruptcy. That's all the reset is. A bankruptcy. That's it. No more. We can't I'm use your AKA. I've been listening to you, Larry. I've been listening to you. Let me finish. They could no longer use these, these, these colonists. Can I say this one thing, family? These yes. colonists can no longer use that good faith credit act shit no more. That shit's dead. It's gone. Auto four section one. That shit's gone. That's what they gave me, which was the emancipation. That good full faith credit shit is dead. That's their constitution. Their word doesn't stand anymore. And that's what the world is proving. Now, who started that shit? France proved that shit when motherfucking somebody, Nixon running his mouth, and France said, then pay me in gold, bitch. And that's when the fight started, 1970. Right? There was a gas shortage. Think about this shit, man. That's a hot damn politics, bro. And then what did Nixon do? He got in bed with the Arabs and traded that petrol dollar. That shit's coming to an end. It's over. They can't drive yeah, this Yeah, I, I mean, I agree with that. Dollar is, is, is getting destroyed. They the gold standard. That's what they do have gold. Well, they do have gold, but every time they pull it out, the pirates, the pirates take it. Elizabeth doesn't go over here, but as soon as you pull it out, motherfuckers take it. She's scared. This shit ha- probably needs to happen. Who knows? It might make us all motherfuckers superheroes. I don't give a fuck about no goddamn constitution. <laughs> all I know is this. I am not going to just lay down. Mama taught me better than that. I ain't no faggot. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I thought you said you were going to lay back and let Big Mama do all the work. Understand what I'm saying as she's doing the work. I'm talking about the spirit in order to work with the sisters because brothers continue to come with a goddamn ginger war thinking they still equivalent to the goddamn crackers. And they ain't. They ain't never been. The crackers gave our rights to the fucking women. So if you were intelligent enough, you say, that's why you say you surround yourself around the sisters. So that 19th Amendment is no more than contractual signing. Now, when that motherfucker no longer wants gives her Sarah her rifle, now it's time to roll the fucking sleeves up. Because you're at your last straw. 
Come on, man. Why do you think they're pushing the women? I told you, when Melinda does this shit, she ain't pushing support to no fucking men. She pushes it to the women. Because she wants to be Captain Marvel. To make the sisters under the illusion, excuse me, under the illusion, there's no, yeah, I got you, girl. Fuck them. I'm with her. I'm just telling her, don't fall for the shit. In the meantime, I'll give her my script. Like Doc said, just get to the fucking side and let her be God. If he said it like that, I keep fucking that up. <laughs> I've been playing this game, man. I'm winning. I don't give a fuck and about like, this shit. And, and, you know how hard it was for me to tell and, my children. And like, I said, and like I said in the, in the, in the beginning, bitches got to get their head right. That, that, and that's they didn't. I believe that I ain't speaking for the women who are right thinking, and right acting, yet. and right and right reasons. I'm talking well, about these the young. I'm talking about the younger sisters that I see out here perpetuating a culture that men made, that these brothers out here created, imitating these motherfucking okay. barbarians. You got it. Okay. And I ain't imitating the Absolutely. Yet. And so, and I'm saying as a result of that, women are, and, and I, yeah, I'm saying, I'm saying as a result of that, women at an exponential rate is getting knocked off. Fuck the disrespect because the disrespect was already there. We know how to handle disrespectful situations. I'm talking about the, the murdering of and the, yeah. um, let me show you a murder. And, and, let me and, show you a that's, murder. Okay, and, I, and I'm talking about that and I'm talking about in relations to um, male and female relations and how we interact let me with show each you other a murder. As, sister, as sisters and brothers. That's what the let fuck I'm talking about. Let me show you a murder about. right in my clan, in my fucking tribe, right? This motherfucker, mm-hmm. he a doctor. This motherfucker walking around talking shit to the whole clan. Yeah, y'all need to get that shot. Especially you, G. Go slow. I ain't trying to hear that shit. And this motherfucker brought the whole house against me. You think I give a fuck what the fuck he said? And when that shit touched me, you think I still gave a fuck what he said? I wasn't thinking about him. This motherfucker had an aneurysm. Mm. You think I give a fuck about what other motherfuckers said? And he's a professional. He, mm. he had an aneurysm. Fuck them motherfuckers. Wow. I'm going to say fuck wow. him because he a part of the clan. Mm-hmm. That's on my wife's side. Mm-hmm. That's some brilliant motherfuckers. They ain't talking shit no more. Fuck out my yet. face, man. <laughs> fuck out my face. None of my everybody knock on my fucking door, and the reason why they knocked on my door because the don said, "Get your motherfucking children, your people, out of that district where they come asking for free shit." I don't live in a free shit territory. How's the fuck I'm making? <sighs> come on, WGAG, you niggas get get the, the fucking don with us. Who's following the script? <laughs> 
Don, OG, finally the scriptures. I heard you loud and clear. Fuck you, motherfucker. Indeed, man. But we we getting ready to. Uh, yeah, we got a couple minutes. <laughs> we got a couple minutes to the. For the, for the I ain't doing the shit because I'm marvelous. I think let me do this last shit for you, tag off. Let me, I'll give our Don one more ups, if you don't mind. One day I hear this oh, shit sure. going off, and she's standing there crying mm-hmm. and shit, and then she ain't really crying, but she's saying how niggas mm-hmm. ain't shit. And I said, man, yeah. is this chick crazy? I find myself saying, I'm going to see who this fucking chick is. I'm going to do it again. Mm-hmm. Next time I didn't call her a chick. Mm-hmm. I said, what's this mm-hmm. woman talking about? And I had to do a reevaluation. The shit got so fucking good to me, I put the motherfucking missus on the line, and I said, will you please tell this this Don, because she ain't changed her name yet, that I hear her voice? Who that? You, babe. He hear my voice, Don. And ever since then, the magic's been working. So that's why I stick around this tribe. All is well. All is well. That's what's up. I'm done. Yes, sir. <laughs> That's a beautiful thing. Right, because, be, I mean, right now, it's just right now, you know what I'm saying? Or, well, you know, straight up. And that's what it is. You know, that should always get you right. It'll get you right in your life. It'll get you right with your spouse. It'll get you right in your finances. It'll get you right in your spirituality and in and, and, and general, period. So, yeah. I can't be no faggot. I know you follow the way. You I can't not. be no faggot, man. You better, you, you I better can't not. imitate no you woman. I know mm-hmm. my motherfucker. I know what I'm supposed to be doing. My motherfucking elbow shit is dirt. Fingernail dirt. And then I bring the motherfucker back to the beehive like I'm supposed to do. I'm giving fuck we have us and die. She says she mm-hmm. needs a mile. I'm saying, well, look what we have built. That's in the world. That's in the word of... The, the, mm-hmm. of, of what we call the the, the, the writings. Mm-hmm. Look what they have done together to build a fucking universe. Not what I have done. Fuck the crackers. I'm done. You got any any parting words, Mr. Larry, uh, before we get on out of here? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I probably come through with, you know, Don and shit on my mind, but I like talking to Don okay. when things on my mind. You know, she has a way of uh, putting things to snap me out of it. Um, mm-hmm. All I'm saying is that we'll be back. I mean, when I say snap me Talk out of it, dumb, those bro. who know me know what I mean. This Talk is no down Talk in the dumps. Right, yes, gee, there is nothing from or nothing down in the dumps or nothing depending on the handout on this side of the microphone. So I you'll understand. You. Right. So I'm not you. sure who you were. I believe you. Was those comments in general or not? But I'm just on fire, I have to man. speak. I have to speak for myself because giving honor to my mother, she didn't raise me to be a punk. My mother raised me to take responsibility for myself. So uh, all everything else, I I just wanted to put, I just wanted to put that clarification there. So we won't get things sort of. We brothers, Al. Yeah, I'm saying it with love. I'm saying it as a brother. 
I'm saying this is a problem. Let's not get things we just saying, our first teachers. Now, what I wanted to get to now, I got you, I got you, G. What I wanted to get to was maybe next week there are some lawsuits that's out there. Now, there's a lawsuit. Is that right? There's Mm -hmm. a lawsuit coming out of Utah where this is the first lawsuit where they're, they're suing the U.S. government. They're suing Biden saying mm. that these injections are not vaccines. They don't mm. meet the definition of vaccines. And it's, it's false advertisement to force people to oh, take like them under the guise of vaccines where they're not. So I'll, I'll get that PDF to you uh, now. Yeah. yeah let's, 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 let's break break it down. I'm sorry we couldn't get to it today. That was my ace in the hole, but. That's what's up because I, I like that angle, false advertisement. Because they gonna have to you gonna have to use another um lane, so to speak, to be able to bring any kind of lawsuits because uh these companies have um uh, immunity or they they they're right. shielded um from the laws. But they have been sued and have lost on the grounds of false advertisement. So right, and yeah. and Sister uh, yeah. uh, Zena, she she's hip to mm-hmm. Dr. Martin. That's her man. There, she always pulled Dr. Martin okay. out on his out of her back pocket. Dr. Martin said, but oh. uh, it's his group <laughs> okay. that brought that lawsuit in Utah. And that's a very important lawsuit, so I'll make sure, you know, you get the PDF now. So, yeah. um, you know, we can look at Let's it. Let's do that. But, yeah, mm-hmm. you will yeah, have we'll, to. We'll put that on the agenda. Mm-hmm. Yeah, got to bring them up on criminal charges because uh, criminal is very different. Fraud. Very, <laughs> yes, yes, straight fraud. You lied. False advertisement. Mm-hmm. You lied. And you got caught with your hand in the cookie jar. So, with that being said, man, Thank you, brothers. Thank you, Brother G. Thank, Thank you, G. Mr. Lowry. Everybody that stayed well. up with us. Appreciate you, now. All right. Every, indeed, I appreciate it. Um, J. Wine, Brian, uh, Sweet Oshun, everybody that's, that that's stayed up. Uh, Newbie, who else stayed up with us? You know, everybody else, all the family, it's all love. Um, yeah. I wanted to. What up, Ethereum? Thank you, Ethereum. Yeah, that that shit was um the shit I've been seeing, man. I'm like, ooh, I really got to stay off Facebook because the, the, the violence that I'm seeing <laughs> that shit hurt my yeah. heart to, to today watching those women get shot up on 102nd at a gas station that I used to frequent as a youngster that I used to go through. You know what I'm saying? I was just like, damn. This shit is real savage out here. Extremely mm-hmm. savage. Out in this motherfucker. And, and I'm like, I don't want the women to continue to emulate right. these niggas out here. Because it gives them an open, it gives them a, a open invita- invitation to be like vicious, to be hella vicious towards women. 
I be seeing these niggas. You want to act so like a man, I'm going to treat you like a man. With all women? That's what you were saying now? Yes. Um, well, two women were shot. One, one, one murdered. Two shot, one murdered. And it was a man involved. It was a man on the scene. But they drove off. But to, um, I usually don't watch shit like that because I don't I don't even like to put shit like that in my psyche. So I don't right. usually like to watch images of like people dying, getting shot, all that shit that they got out here. I didn't like I've never liked it even as a youngster. I remember like faces of death used to be a thing in high school. In junior high and in high school they used to have a series of tapes called Faces of Death. People getting killed by bears and all kind of I don't like I don't watch shit like that. I, I don't like it. So um, but I hit the, um, it, it don't really I matter. The button, but I hit the play, yeah, I hit the play button, with it. and that shit um, made my heart. It, it, you like, I I felt that in, in like in my spirit, and um, to see them um, sisters get mowed down like that. Yeah, it don't, I it don't really matter. Like, but I haven't seen, they, I haven't, yeah, I haven't seen. Go ahead, game they what? Were they game bangers? I'm sure they was out there. Oh, I I know they out there. Yeah, yeah. Just it curious. Doesn't still doesn't make yeah, no, they, doesn't no, they, make they, they they out there. No, they out there. They mm-hmm. they out there. But I'm saying, what I was saying to the point that I was making earlier is it, the culture produced this shit. It, it it's on a thousand. I'm I'm saying this ain't nothing new. I ain't trying to act brand new because I'm saying I know where I come from. I know what I've seen. I know what I participated in. I know um. um the thing like where my family come from, what the fuck they into, but I'm just talking about the culture that raised this, that brought it about, and 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 now the shit that we're seeing out here, the women who have who act like fucking men, and when I say that, I mean the men of men talent, yeah, I know what you're the way these hoes, the way these hoes out here how they drive, you know what I'm saying, how they drive, um, all that shit, and I'm saying because of that. Is one of the reasons men feel that they can snuff out women like it's nothing. Like, like I mean, you I know what I'm saying? That sentiment always been there, but it's even more now because now they're saying these bitches are just like us. So, so now we're going to do them like we do my fellow brother. You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, look, just look at the rhetoric. Look at the rhetoric that's out here on, 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 these, on these threads. Right. Fuck all that. She gonna die. You know, she gonna die with her dog and 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 by herself. Fuck all that. I'm talking about that bitch deserved what she got. Mm-hmm. That kind of conversation. That goes back to what G was pointing to earlier. Uh, that a certain toxic female code has infiltrated. Uh, I forgot the term that he used. I forgot the term that he used, but. I agree. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's and can I that, say this now? That's the issue. You turned around. Uh-huh. You turned around and said the Avant, right? Guess who the new Avant yeah. is? Guess who the new Avant is? Yeah. Fifty Cent. It can be a lot. I, I can see that. That may. It, that may. I can see that. Fifty Cent. I can see that. I can see that. I, I can see it. Bringing Tyler Perry that. and Monique together and over. <laughs> Being a deal broker, you know that that's he a deal broker. That's all. Uh, that's all Avant was. Avant wasn't the you know he was a deal. He was a he was a he was a broker. Middleman. 
Um, yeah. Um, but yeah. So yeah, on the culmination of the Donna Coleon show today, and just the shit that I've been seeing, all these um manospheres and all that shit. Yeah, I'm like, uh-huh. I'm I'm just like, and I'm like, these niggas don't have the right to speak on it. In my opinion, from my from my insight, because it's the culture you created. Mm-hmm. You created the madness. I see what you're saying. Women just women mm-hmm. just saw it and under you know, and so they grew up in it. Mm-hmm. We grew up in it. I guess you grew up in this shit. My whole, one of my old, one of my whole, one of my old school partners. One of my old school partners that I played hoop with, man. Um, I read about her in the paper. She died in um, Santa Rita um, County Jail, 41 years old. Um, uh, Liesta Anderson. Um, I've known her since I was, um, I've known Lee, Lee Lee since I was 12. I played hoop against her since I was, she was 12 years old. We played um, high school ball together before she transferred. And um, she have a daughter. She She has a daughter. And to see her get involved in, in the culture, knowing where she come from, that this is a girl who comes from an upper middle class family. She comes, she lives in the old, her parents and them live in the Oakland Hills. Parents have been together for 50, 60 years. And um, to see her get caught up and to die in a jail cell, a 41-year-old woman die in a jail cell, um, I'm like, oh, like it just was not a good last couple of days of watching, just watching this shit. And it, and it came to a head today when when Don played that clip of that man talking about the, the you know, the hip hop shit. And so that's a um. They know how it's amplified. They know how it reverberates. And they know what it, what it does. And that's what they want. You said I could play a, a track. What do you say? Some shit like if I talked about I played a song about them murdering dogs, you wouldn't play that shit. Right. You wouldn't play it. You wouldn't allow it to be aired on your on your network. And it's people underestimate that the, power because, like, if I was to be honest, mm-hmm. uh, coming up, mm-hmm. I think there was a transition that you were talking about, mm-hmm. especially in the music. Um, when they brought out N.W.A. Mm-hmm. Right. Before yeah. N.W.A., yeah, it was a happy-go-lucky type genre. Even when you were mm-hmm. battle rapping, it was funny. You know, you was joning. Then when yes. they brought N.W.A. out, that imagery that they put out, it had mm-hmm. a definite effect. You know how people say the music, that's, we're making up excuses? Man, mm-hmm. that shit had a real, real definite impact on the culture. No doubt. They did. Right? Mm-hmm. They, they it, made it, it cool. It just what it did. It opened up to wor- the world to what an experience was being had in, in the cities, which was police, fuck the police, police brutality, whatever. But it, it might have been that shit, in L.A. I'm saying it yeah. helped usher in that experience. So... And it W.A. Did. was the marketing because we weren't killing each other. Like, there was a time where things were sweet, even if you mm-hmm. were getting it, getting right. it. It was sweet. Then right. there was the a time comes, yeah. when they came in with the yeah. guns and all of that. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, you can when D.C. was the murder, we was the murder yeah. capital for maybe 10 years running here in D.C. 
That mm-hmm. was bad. And what year was it? What, what year was it? What do you? What, what, what was the year? You're talking somewhere between '84 all the way through '94. Mhm. Okay. Man, we was dropping. Okay. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 